Hello and welcome back to the CritCast podcast. I'm your host, the new DM. Thanks for joining us today as we jump back into Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Uh, we've had a very interesting session last uh, time. We were trapped mid-deck on the Itascent, a nautiloid ship, uh, not of this world or plane, really, <clears throat> that had uh, <laughs> multiple types of monsters and um, creatures, I guess is a great way to put it. Um, we battled out... Uh, uh, gnomish and mind flares we battled out slags uh, <laughs> we, you were able to go through and find a couple survivors uh, and figure out how to get rid of the tadpole that uh, rested inside of them uh, that was gestrating inside of them before it hatched uh, and unfortunately uh, as Oro was kind of hoping to go home uh a few buttons mispushed and the self-destruct sequence started um, and we got off the ship Oro got as high as he could before the destruction happened uh, a brilliant light went up and kind of yeah uh, like fireworks lit up the sky I guess is the best way illuminating uh, a beautiful sight uh, unfortunately for the party knowing the real reason why uh, and afterwards uh, things just didn't let up it still kept getting crazier and crazier you met some people that uh, were a part of the cultist of Oriel the children of Oriel uh, Oriel who um, didn't have really any clothing on besides just some basic like loincloths they proudly let their body suffer from frostbite and the cold uh, as a way of showing their commitment to O'Reel and uh, Idana left with them after biting one of them proving that they were who they said they were uh, the group unfortunately <laughs> saw the uh, unintended consequences of what happens with uh, a bite from Idana uh, as a cold light walker um, kind of came and uh, more or less was at the party. Uh, the party decided that they weren't about to let this monstrosity go about uh, the Ten Towns area destroying or maybe even killing so they uh, they took it down. Torval had some words with Ravison, uh, kind of called him out, uh, and ultimately traded his life and re-sacrificed uh, so that Idana could be free of the curse. Intense. Very, very intense session. Unfortunately, uh, Torval... Uh, is no longer with us as he turned his statue um, in the garden of Aurel as she preserved him for all time in beauty uh, where we left off uh, last time. Um, if everyone will go through my roll 20 list here, um, we'll do the basic who we are, what we look like, real quick introductions. Um, Idana, if you don't mind starting us off. 
Righty. Um, I am Idana Tiradon. I am a Dampier again, a Dampier rogue. Um, kind of a bluish, grayish skin tone and red eyes again. Um, pretty slight uh, frame and. About five foot seven. And I am going to be very confused once this gets going. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I almost said uh, your character. We'll meet your character here soon enough. Uh, we'll go to Vale. Yes, hello. Hi, I'm Vale for short. Um, I am a tiefling wizard, you know, um, rather slim figure purple like lavender skin um a cute little um purple bob um this is really fancy um and she's a big old nerd okay uh go ahead abreus hello i'm abreus sunstar um i'm a six foot tall human originally from icewind dale i'm a paladin of vengeance uh dirty blonde dirty brown hair piercing blue eyes and I have seen evil here in Icewind Dale, and I'm convinced I'm willing to give up anything to get rid of it, especially Aurel. Aurel. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. That's it. So, um, as I kind of shift our focus here a little bit to where we left off, um, I think the best way for me to put this is everyone uh, where Torvoral was, um, where Abreus and Vel were, uh, more or less were sleeping in the tiny hut, right? Yes. Okay. And then, uh, so we'll swing over to where uh, Idana had gone. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to move you over here uh, to where you would be kind of in this area. Um, one, two, three, four, yeah, you're about... I would put you, yeah, right about here I think would be more or less accurate for uh, the travel that you were going. The cold doesn't really affect the people you're traveling with and for the most part didn't really affect you until a few moments ago when with each step you start to feel a very shifting cold change within you. Almost like you're going to get incredibly sick. Um, you, with each step, begin to feel the piercing cold hit your skin. Unlike it's ever really done before as you're just noticing how exposed you really have become to it. Um, you feel this gut-wrenching turning feeling in your stomach as you start to uh, kind of whole heave over. Uh, roll me a constitution saving throw or throw up the contents oh of your boy. stomach. Something tells me it's blood. Yep, eight, eight does oh not cut it as you're sitting there taking yourself each step and then you can't hold it down anymore you start to throw up a very viscous red metallic irony tasting liquid 
as you instantly see that blood comes out. You... <laughs> Let me just pull us to this map. I should have done this in the first place. <laughs> You're good. I don't know why I kept you up here. Give me one second, y'all. We're going to switch maps real quick. Uh, we'll just go here. Um, <laughs> uh, if you want to drop your token uh, anywhere, really, uh, anywhere. on this map, yeah. This is a good spot for us to be while I look up the people you're traveling with. They would be about 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, about 50 feet up. About here. There? Okay, I'll move myself to. Uh, no, keep yourself. At. I was oh, going to say, keep, keep yourself down there. there. They got a little bit of distance on you as you've kind of slowed down due to the cold. Um, and everything like that. Uh, as you start to... Um, I guess, yeah, I don't want to speak for you. So you just threw up blood. You see these people, they are no more aware of what just happened. Uh, as they you know, rolled super low on my end uh, for perception. So they're not aware that you've just thrown up the contents of your stomach. However, you are very much aware that something is changing inside of you. Uh, something is making you incredibly sick. Okay. Um, can I make a medicine check on myself to see what the heck is happening? Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, roll a medicine check with advantage, I guess. Since I guess it's myself. Yeah, exactly. You know yourself. A 15's... 15... Not quite there. Okay, and so that's fine. One. So with a 15, um, I'll give you that you definitely notice that you're not quite that same light feeling on the snow, drifting in the shadows, powerful. You can definitely tell something has really started to shift uh, from your feeling of, uh, I don't want to say uh, invulnerability as much as you now feel very exposed. Um, Roll me a perception check. 21. So. I'll just bring them in. Why or not? You see a familiar face. Uh, more so familiar pair of eyes. As Where? they start to kind of... Uh, sit uh, in owl form on oh, a tree dear. watching over you. Oh, gosh. Where's this set of eyes looking at me from? Uh, with a 21, excuse me, I will put it there. Oh, gosh. Gosh. <laughs> They fly over to the tree just south, uh, gliding against the wind, not making a single sound, not even alerting your companions as they mutter amongst themselves, talking, letting the wind blow their frozen 
blonde hair as you can hear the mutterings of Oriel and different pleadings uh, that they have as this creature lands at this tree directly to your what uh, east yeah um let me see hold on one second um shoot okay um I am going to quietly activate my winged boots so I am no longer making footprints in the snow. Okay. And just hover up about five feet so I'm just a little bit above the ground. Okay. Um... And I'm assuming the owl is still very much staring at me. Uh, yes. You can even okay. see that it looks like it's getting ready to fly closer. Okay. Um, obviously I'm not feeling good after having just thrown up the you know what? contents in my you stomach. You can probably even tell that the tone of your skin has changed, too, because you can't really see your eyes, but you can see uh -huh. the tone color of your skin has gone back to what it once was. Okay. So you can take that however you want it at this yeah, point. I can definitely assume that something has happened and I am no longer an actual vampire. Okay. Um, are these guys up here aware of where I am? Uh, no, they're still very much in their own world. Uh, they're not even really as close as they seem, as they kind of stumble and walk side haphazardly. I don't know if you've ever seen somebody who's suffering from a very severe crippling mental illness, as they kind of... They don't really walk as much as they just kind of stumble side to side and kind of freeze for a moment and then kind of stumble again. And uh, they seem to be more enthralled with go uh, the going ons around them as they try to keep grips of reality. So they're not really to to put it, you know, in an extreme way, they're not really paying attention to you as much as they're trying to. Look for signs of a real. Uh, okay. Look for, you know, confirmations to their pleads. Okay. Oh, gosh. Ravison or five people that can easily mob me? Oh, jeez. Oh... Ravison moves closer. Yeah. Flying Can to the tree <laughs> a little bit yeah. sad. <laughs> um, can I tell how quickly Ravison moved in that moment? Uh, how so? Like, just like if they're... Like, how quickly they might be able to get themselves around. Yeah, um... <laughs> how do i want to put this uh yeah i would say for the most part you can see that they're flying about 60 feet okay they're quick they're very 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 fast and uh 
if I may shoot myself in the foot here, um, you do know they have in the past. No, 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 you don't, because, uh, never mind. <laughs> nope. Yeah, no, nope, I got, nope, I got nope. no idea. You haven't really had no that experience anything. with Ravison. Uh, excuse me. Uh, you just know they tend to move around very easily uh, amongst what you would assume long distances to be. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, I'm going to make a call. Can I just start booking it and trying to make it back to my friends. I know they are really super far away and I am freezing and Ravison is most likely going to get me, but I want to get to some familiar faces because Idana is panicking. So she is immediately just going to be dashing with the boots on. Okay. Like, just hovering and just book it back to where her friends are. Okay, fair. Uh, so as you start to move back, you have uh, Ravison. Uh, actually, turn around to see if you can still see them. Uh, give me, I guess, yeah, give, give me a perception check to see uh, if you have uh, can still keep eyes on them. On Ravison? Yeah. As you're okay, trying to and I've flee. got a, I've got a movement speed of thirty five feet. So if I'm dashing, that is just a little more than what Ravison's movement is, right. which is what I was going for. Seventeen, that's decent. Okay, so you can see Ravison uh, kind of shift uh, form a little bit. As you see them drop from the tree branch, cascade or, uh, shaking it off where a bunch of snow starts to hit the air, catching it, causing a little bit of uh, almost like a, a puffed cloud out of nowhere. As you see Ravison shift into wolf form as they just start to uh, growl and bark out. And that is when you can make out the words run. And with that... You are being chased by Ravison and one, two, three, four, five Shadowland Berserkers. Shardland Berserkers. Uh, cool. So, <laughs> awesome. So uh, the chase is on. Uh, you are outside of their movement. Uh, so I'm not even going to have you roll. Uh, what I need you to do is we're going to switch from, you know, changing it from, uh, oh, gosh what do you call it um uh, distance to how well you're hiding uh because they're going to be trying to track you uh more or less i guess is a good way to put this uh so you'll stay ahead of them uh, because your movement speed will always be more but they will always be trying to track you so how well can you get away okay um i'm assuming i'm gonna be pretty hard to track since I'm not leaving tracks. Correct. So you'll um, have advantage. I will have that. Um, can I just try and stay like amongst 
the tops of the trees, so like I am within cover and able to just bob and weave through trees as I am like flying away from them, basically. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to like gain a little more height, so I'm like maybe 15 feet up in the air, so I'm like near the tops of the trees. Okay, so as you're moving through the trees, you start to see that uh, whatever form Ravison needs to take animal-wise, they seem to be shifting from foxes to wolves uh, to uh, crag cat uh, as it climbs a tree and jumps and then goes into owl form, then back into wolf form. It's, it's trying everything as it can in its power to just close the distance. Uh, roll me your... Um, I guess stealth as you're trying to quickly move through the trees without casting too much snow or disrupting anything that will be able to kind of hide you or uh, follow you. Okay. Oh, come on. Plus eight decks. Come on. Oh, my word. So the first one, oh, you go through, one. you jump, <laughs> and you hit the tree on accident, hitting your hip against it, causing it to, uh, I don't want to say burst out with a bunch of snow, but that's really how it is. Just kind of yeah. like uh, explodes with a bunch of snow, cascading, or uh, not cascading, but uh, obscuring view uh, as you start to move. Um, they definitely know that you're in that area, uh, so you'll make your another stealth check. Actually, no, you didn't do that with advantage. I'm sorry. Uh, I need oh. one more. One more. Okay, yeah, I'll oh, take that. Thank I'll goodness. Take that. Oh, dirty yeah, 20. That I'll everything. take dirty 20. So that gives you a little bit of distance uh, extra on them as they're starting to slow down to try to figure out where exactly you may have gone. Uh, just to remind everyone, it is still nighttime. You know, everyone at the other's camp has more or less started go to sleep and pass yep. out. Torvrol uh, made his uh, nightly prayer out to Oriel, and so you're able to use some of the darkness to hide uh, from this first one. Roll me another... Uh, stealth as you jump to the next set of trees uh if that's what your plan is good oh grief another natural come one on. come, come on. on crit nat 20 what in heaven's name nat one to nat 20 <laughs> all right wow. so with the nat 20 i'll let that be your movement to just get out of the way and they hear maybe something off in the other direction take off and think it's you as they chase after that uh you're able to start making your way back to the uh the camp uh <laughs> i won't punish you or make you go too much more as you gain distance uh you do feel like there are eyes still on you yeah no yeah oh wait I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to keep going until I can get back to camp. All right, perfect. So let me get rid of everyone here, and we'll go back to the big map as we as you meet up. Uh, uh, this is going to be kind of interesting. Can you find them in their tiny hut? Um, I mean... <laughs> like, I don't you can know, get, actually you can get pretty close uh to where you might remember them to be are you going to call out to them um i'm gonna throw some snow around and see if it just pauses in the air and lands on top of the tiny hut and find it like that oh i'm squished 
Oh, yeah, because squished. I made it white, I think, last time. Oh. How do I unsquish? I'm squishy. How do you I'm unsquish? big and squishy. There oh, we there go. <laughs> Something like that. Okay. Um. Yeah, as I get close to where I remember them being, can I just, like, take some snow from the trees and just start scattering it wildly, seeing if I can land it onto the tiny hut? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so as you start to go through and cast some snow around, nothing's really sticking. Uh, let's jump over to Vale and Abreus. Uh what are you guys doing at this moment? Was there any sort of shift? Were you guys uh, watching anything, or were you both knowingly comfortable in this tiny hut going to sleep and resting? Um, I think Vel would have been more comfortable with a shift. Yeah, so yeah. would have been Brace, especially after seeing a cold life walker come to life. Yeah, and absolutely. And also all those naked uh, frostbitten people just walking around, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that makes sense not really doing it that yeah probably not the best place to just pass out uh so who's taking first shift and who's taking second um i guess I'll... if various can unless bell wishes to no you can go ahead and take first yeah abreus is kind of still stunned by what he saw um and is is honestly actually pondering the nature of true evil so he uses the the first shift to kind of reflect on that in his vow to take vengeance upon the evils of the world okay so as you're kind of sitting there pondering going over things um you start to hear what sounds to be a bit of uh uh foot uh, yeah some footprints some it sounds like some movement uh that moves and then pauses moves and then pauses um, you're not quite sure exactly what direction it's coming from. Do you want to make a, uh, I guess, what, investigation? Sure. Yeah, go ahead and uh, move your token, please. Yeah, that's fine. Be done. Okay, I am going to make an investigation check. Uh, uh, which is not very good. Oh. There we go. 16. You're not quite sure what is, uh, yeah, you're not quite sure what it is or where it's coming from. Yeah, you do know that um, you are by a bunch of trees, so there's a good chance that it could be some wildlife in the area scurrying about, maybe a fox trying to pounce on a rabbit, uh, but doesn't seem to be alerting you off in any uh, immediate sort of dangerous ways. Is it, does it sound like it's getting closer, further away? I, I would say closer, but not at a fast pace. Okay, I, and I can't tell how far away it is, right? It's hard to tell with the snow and wind, I'm guessing. Right. I look over at Val, think that, you know, they, they still need to sleep. So I take out my moon touch spear, which does emit light. And because, I mean, I can't see in the dark, um, I kind of poke it out a little bit off the hut so that I get some light in a 30-foot radius and see if I can see anything. Roll me... Well, I'll say when you step out, 
I, I like I'm only putting myself partially out because I think I can do that. Yeah, okay. you can like partially poke yourself out of the tiny yeah. hut. Yeah, so, like my head just pops up with my spear to give me like. So when you kind of poke your head out in with the spear tip to get a little bit of light, you don't see anything really go on. The movement does stop uh, upon hearing more movement going on. Um, and you can kind of see little fox prints, uh, footprints around your hut um, as it looks like it made its way checking out, sniffing out different territory, maybe even tried to walk through the hut but bumped into it and uh, made its way around so it's like little fox prints in the ground yes okay i am going to sit myself back down i don't think this is anything bother fell about um and i i sit there and meditate but if i hear the sounds get closer i will make wake fell up okay speaking of Vel. yeah we had a fun conversation over these past couple of weeks about your background, yeah, and I found out some interesting things about it as I read more. Uh, you're not getting a good night's sleep, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she would after... Because uh, I'd imagine before going to bed, she waited She waited for Torbril to come back, and I don't think he did. And then before that, she witnessed one of her new friends just blow up. She's not having a good night. Right. And, and how many hours has it been since Torvril left? I would say you guys are probably about at the two-hour mark. Oh, boy. And I've been gone for probably, what, three and a half, yeah, exactly. four hours? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I knew oh, Adana was gone. Dear. I, I decide at this point with Torvril gone for two hours, it can't be just a prayer break or a potty break. And I, I, I decide to risk it. And I, I kind of just shake Val awake and I say, Val, Val, I don't know what we can do about that right now, but oh, yeah, I was worried earlier when he never came back from. I think I think we have to go look for him. We can't leave them. If she, my um, gestures tend to sleep, but we can't leave them exposed like that. You want to stay with them, and I will go take a quick look around and see if I can find Torvro. But what if you don't come back either? I get it. It's, it's, it's tough choices. Um, would you prefer if I stayed, Bell? She thinks about it for a second, and then she just kind of gives a nod. Emperius looks torn because he, he he feels like there's something up there, but he we, you know he kind of just shuts his face down emotionally and says, "All right, Fel, take a rest. I've got the rest of this watch." Now I go back to sit my at my at my uh, stand and I listen for anything, hoping hoping that hoping gets hope that whatever sounds I hear is Torvald coming back from his potty break. So, Vel, as you go to fall back asleep like any great nightmare you're immediately thrust back into it as you close your eyes get comfortable fall asleep you can't help but shake that same feeling that you had when you were uh under the blizzard or excuse me the uh, avalanche 
where you feel completely compressed with snow, unable to move, barely inching any of your body away as you get a sudden urge to raise your hand and start pushing. You realize that it's not quite really your hand that's pushing out, but something that looks large, very armored covered. Um, as it starts to clear away different things, uh, di- uh, piles of snow, as, it, as you and this being seem to be ex- experiencing the same experience as you both are trying to climb out of this uh, pit, uh, this uh, stuck um, situation covered in snow as you're able to reach one arm out and pull yourself out of the snow. And you look up and you see a piece of a crushed spire of something that looks like another worldly city. It looks futuristic, it looks intelligent, um, not like the thing that you just had in the sense of otherworldly, but something that was crafted with fine craftsmanship and magic. Something that you probably would recognize if you were just able to get close enough, but it's not quite there. As you unfortunately and unwillingly turn your back to it, you start to shift with this body that seems to be giving you this ride of a dream. As you start to make it through large mountainscapes, you're starting to see familiar surroundings as you notice that you are in the spine of the world. And you see a very large structure built up on the side of a mountain. And then on the inside of it, the structure would be, I guess, uh, fall, look more like um, shambles, uh, fallen, ruined buildings, uh, stones that look like they were once so powerful and strong and stood uh, and had such, you know, um, I guess, I don't want to say omnipotence, but such uh, intimidation to any of those uh, that would see it, but now so weak, so frail. And as you start to drift through it, going through, you start to feel a darkness choke around you, where you feel like your breath is being ripped from your chest. start to get to a very cold place something much like where you are now except there's a river and this river seems to be running and as you look up you see a pair of eyes in a glacier staring directly back at you and you wake up at the hands of a brace telling you it is your time for the shift Yeah, okay. I. Yeah. Thank you for waking me up, Abreus. No problem. Are you alright? I know. Yes, I'm fine. Just a bit of a bad dream is all. Great. 
Right, Toril isn't back yet. Please, please watch out for him. I'm. It's a, it's. Icewind Dale is worse than I recalled. Take care of yourself too. Upon hearing that Toril's still not back, she looks around and, uh, her. She normally has a smile on her face, but um, it's just, just a mix of disappointment and um. A bit tinge of sadness that she realizes that one of her new friends is still not back, and she'll just nod and say, "Yeah, no, um, I'll keep an eye out for him." You get get some rest, yeah. You've had a long day. Yeah, and then Embrace just collapses into deep sleep, kind of nursing his wounds. Um, a lot of like his skin is still blistered over from the fight with the Colite Walker, but you know. Uh, he's too tired, and so he falls quickly asleep, but with deep worry etched on his face, thinking about Torvo and Adana. That's fair. Um, as Vale, um, time starts to go on, you're able to think on this dream a little bit. Certain things kind of remind you of your past, of your childhood, something that you never really spoke on um, but it still rocks you to this core as you're thinking on it and you think back those burning eyes stuck in the glacier are staring right back into yours as you have an immediate snap as you hear footprints a bunch of footprints starting to come up on your tent on your tiny hut a bunch of footprints right yes huh. Do they sound? I don't. I guess I wouldn't be able to tell if they sounded humanoid or like an animal, right? Um, I would say not really. Um, it would if it's humans. There's a there's a ton of them. Yeah. Okay. Just by the mass amount of sound that you're hearing. And they're approaching the hut. They're getting close, yes. Very, very close. I will... He just fell asleep, and I feel bad, but I'll wake up. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll wake up Abreus. Okay, well, I'm sorry to... There's footsteps approaching. That sounds like Abreus. a lot of them. Got it. And like Abreus's military training coming to the fore, he mainly just gets up, withdraws his spirit one cool motion. He ignores the kind of the aching cold and pain in his side. And just like you see Abreus Brace's face set and like his eyes look, you know, even more piercing. He goes, Where are they coming from? Uh which direction can I tell that the do I have to make a perception check or Yes. I okay. you have multiple sounds. You can see oh. through the tiny hut, by the way. Yeah. Well, you guys can see out of it, but I can't yeah, see. Yeah, no one can see in. Okay, yeah, I just wanted but to they clarify can see that. See out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure because I was going to say this is going to go very differently. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So, um, 
yeah, you're able to look out. Uh, there's multiple directions. You have what sounds like something coming from uh, up on top of the trees, uh, and uh, you sounds like there's something uh, that seems to be coming down to the west. Uh, that seems to be a little bit of ahead of it. Uh, there's a lot of very heavy, slow moving, but um, on pace, rhythmically, uh, footprints happening to the east. Yeah, Vel, it's like as she's sitting there, taking a moment, to closing her eyes to, you know, gather all this uh, information. She. Her, uh, she looks a little bit worried as she says, "Hey, there's something the trees and there's also coming from the west. There's footprints. They're they're getting closer than the others, and to the east, there's something big and slow. I this is not good. We'll have protect us. We'll have to protect us against Bell." Yeah, yeah, no, unless they can dispel magic, we should be safe. However, that also means they can gather around and wait. Make, both of you make me a perception hot. check. Yeah. Okay. Not great with perception. Oh, percept. sorry. I did not mean to do that, because that's an eight. Okay. Abreus, uh, out of the corner of your eye, you see a familiar silhouette that seems to be running to the west uh, that grabs a bunch of snow and throws it and then uh, it seems to wait for it to come down and makes a dad's uh, mad dash, grabs another handful of snow and just seems to be throwing what seems to be loose handfuls of snow everywhere uh, as you can make it out to be Idana looking familiar, but not quite the same. Well, Andreas just glad to see another companion back. Um, he, he tells Bell, Bell, wait here. It's Adana. And he like, hooks his head. Like, how far away is she? I would say probably about 20 yards from you. So I, I poke my spear out just barely. And I could, you know, it's, it's obviously a moon touch spear. So it lights up and I poke my head out so that, and then, as best as I can, I try to direct my. I try to direct some. Actually, let me see if I can do something. She's about 20 yards. I will. Um. Sorry, I'm just checking something. You're fine. The I two people are so awake like that you had with you. You have two oh, people that are awake now that seem to be, you know, the, that you saved that are kind of like cowering in the back as they as their eyes are fixed directly to the east. Uh, they saw it uh, <laughs> as I rolled behind. <laughs> Just okay. so you know. All right. So then I yelled to Idana. Idana, here. Safety, come here. Do I hear him, and do I see the spear poking up? Yeah, I would say so. Okay, I'm I mean, just you're looking mad for it dashing towards him. Let's see what I get. A 58. Oh, man, you are so lucky. Okay, you are so lucky by eight. By eight. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> you make it to the tent. Oh. <laughs> it's 
Come here. And I'm sure I'm just like shivering. I've probably been in the cold for at least two, two and a half hours now at this point. Just completely not ready for the cold. Um, so I am, yeah, I, I don't know what that would mean for me. Probably <laughs> not great. Uh, as that happens, you see an owl uh, drop uh, about 30 feet from where you were originally, drop down to the ground and look like it seems to be kind of hopping and perching and looking around. Did it see me get into the tiny hut? <laughs> By eight? Oh. No. That's how close oh. it was. Okay, so point of order. The tiny hut, when you passed it, you designate who is allowed in. And Yadana was not here at the time. Oh. Yeah, um... So... <laughs> Would you have allowed me in? Can you do it afterwards? Wait, let me check the text real fast. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, dear. Oh, yeah. Display as VPT. So, okay. So, a 10-foot immobile dome of force uh, springs into existence around you and above you and remains stationary for the duration. The spell ends if you leave the... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, no. All other creatures are barred uh, from passing through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's when you cast a spell. Oh, farts. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so okay. I'm just banging on this dome. So you run uh, in. Just sobbing. And you hit this dome and you bounce out. And the owl lands. Ah, uh, Shoot. So, I and I can't hear you guys I, in I, there. No, you can't. We can hear you though. I, I, I tell Bell, Bell, stay here. Dunna uh, needs help. And I. Uh, okay. Uh, should I drop the dome? I can create another one. I. How fast can you, will it take you to create another one? It'll take if I if I use some magic and you know it could it it'll take about a minute. Probably not enough time, but I can try. I think you should keep it up. Um, if I need to, I'll take. We have to protect you and and the two, two innocents with you. Nice. And I. And I step out. I step out to. Um, I step out next to Donna, and I I throw my blanket over her. Okay, let me make a drawing here. Uh, how big is that? 10 foot radius 10 foot by 10 foot. yes we're gonna do this just so we can be here during this exchange yeah i was worried about that when you said you were coming back to us oh, I, like, I didn't oh, even no. know that about the tiny that. Um, yeah okay. would i've had the chance to would you kind of count it my first watch as a short rest yeah both of you can uh everyone can be considered to have a short rest okay okay in which know. case then i'm rolling a dice uh, did i take done. any damage while i was out in the cold no holy okay. cow you no, said, oh my I'm not, yeah i'm not gonna 
do that to you right now. Okay. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah, this is not good. I'll just go it's ahead and two against six, and one of these people is not good. Oh gosh. I, I tell Val, Val, if you start seeing us in trouble, either run. Run. Or if you think that you we, we're close to winning, come on, step on and help us. You guys can both no, put your uh you guys can all more or less put your tokens down. If you want to put it inside the tiny hut, that's fine. Uh but yeah, we can just do that in case anything oh, gets inside of it here. We'll just do this. So yeah, I would just be right in front of it, just yeah, sobbing. <laughs> oh, so it should be a 20-foot dome in, in total, because, you know, it's the radius, so, um, you know, it's 10 feet in one direction, 10 feet in another, etc., etc. Oh, I gotcha. That's fine, though. No one can see this. It's just us. <laughs> yeah, we'll just consider it. Yeah, we'll we'll double the space should we need, because I think it's only 10 yeah. by 10. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> as you come out, you see this creature... Uh, this owl as it seems to be very frustrated uh, in its uh, kind of stampering around as it transforms into a ravison the frost druid as their hands are kind of out to their what do you I don't want to call it my training day but if you guys could see me right now I'm doing my Denzel Washington training day arms straight out to the side as they're looking at you furious um Idana Uh-huh After everything they're going to move forward After everything I I I don't know what happened I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, I was cold and very confused. I... something happened. Oriel must have gone back on her promise or something. I... Oriel never just... goes back on their promise. You sp ugh, just make me sick right now. As they kind of start to walk in a circle as they're trying to uh, figure out what to do. Uh, Bray, as you can tell, that there is a lot of evil just freely emitting from this person as they look at you and they just say, first, I wanted, we wanted Oro in the garden. Power. Intimidation. But no. Then, we wanted you. But no, you had to go do your thing with your group. And yet we're stuck with the politician of ten towns? I don't know what happened. Uh, what do you even mean the politician of ten towns? Granite, he I looks don't good. know what happened. I will say he looks really good. It fits well. What do you mean? <laughs> Please. Oh, he never told you. No, I don't know what's happening. Mm, well, Torvro took your place. Kidding me? What? They're gonna take a few steps forward. I took your place. Is Said... that why I'm like this now? He. 
Oh gods. That man. He keeps Damn. doing things without me wanting him to. And now I am damned. What has happened to me? He was Please. causing so much. So much mischief. And yet you made sure he was around. We kept him there. Now he's with us. We do what we can. We'll do what we can. Like I said, he looks good. He fits well. I wanted him safe. That was part of the deal. Mm, you well, were he there. He safe. <laughs> it, As they kind of just start laughing and holding their sides a little bit and just being like, it's yeah, the most safe they could have ever been. He's dead. From the sound of it. Sounds like you turned him into one of your bloody statues. What? That's good. That's not safe. Why? Why? I don't understand what's happening. Adana, did this man kill Torvald? That's not a man. That is a monster. <gasps> a monster? Yes, you know I what you are. I fed you and gave you life, and you call me a monster. Well, obviously, <laughs> you didn't do it well enough. I snapped. Uh oh. It's unfortunate that we have to do this. My original assumption was Oril would have wanted you dead. I mean, gods, that's what I thought was going to happen. I'm surprised I'm still here. It seems to be, as they kind of look around you, a bit of change of plans. We thought you would be one to preserve Ten Towns and its beauty and stop its destruction. I mean, but I thought that's what I was doing. You are not worthy of our blessings. Whatever it was you gave me was stripped from me. I was going about doing what you wanted me to do. I was going with Oriel's followers. And now I am freezing. Obviously, I look different. So, gods, I feel different. I feel terrible right now. But I, I was doing what you wanted. I was doing what you wanted so my friends would be safe. Oh, so my family safe. would be safe. This is our one and only chance. As they, as you all can see around you, a horde of animals. I was just going to start loading up all the different types of creatures, but I, that would overload my roll 20, so I'm not going to. So but all around you, uh, you can see different types of yetis. Uh, you have a few polar bears. You have a few crag cats. Um, some axe beaks, fox, wolves, uh, kind of starting to surround the area. As Ravison looks, um, they kind of raise their arms up towards their head and put their hands on their head and say it makes me sick to do this but it's not my will it's all reals that must be done you are at the spine of the world take you and your friends and be gone no more interfering with our business and that is our promise we shall keep to you. 
We shall Are not you harm sure you or your friends. Just leave. I mean, you already went back on a promise once. You think I believe you? Ravison looks at you. You can see that they start to lose interest as they're getting bored. They, uh, the purple stain, uh, or the purple lips and the blue stained teeth kind of start to show a little more. As you can see, they're not smiling uh, as much as they are now kind of biting on their tongue and lip. We can... No. No, I can't. <laughs> You're tempting me. <laughs> you tempt me. I will not go back. Get out of my home. And with that, they transform back into Owl and fly away. You can see the animals have more or less gone off into their various directions. Can I see Ravison anymore? No. Uh, Ravison has transformed back into an owl uh, and, and flying off before they go against uh, the will of Oriel. Uh, <laughs> Ravison really wants to murder you, I rolled. So I'm trying yeah. to not go against something else. Uh... <laughs> okay. I motion um... to the owl and, say, and poke my head back in and say, think, I think we're safe. Idana's just gonna slump to the ground and is just sobbing once more. Just shivering and sobbing. I I wrap my blanket around it and I ask for Vel to quickly resummon the hut around us. As, yeah, as Vel, Vel is going to turn to the two people uh, um, that they're you know, protecting and say, okay, so brace yourselves. It's gonna be cold for a minute. And she'll drop the dome and use a uh, drop a dome and position and then say, quick, come over here. And then once they're near, close to her, well, you know, near her, she will spend a spell slot to uh, take a minute to cast a tiny hut. Okay. Uh, you cast tiny hut and it goes around everyone. Uh, yeah. Um, you are now safe within your hut. Uh, the two people are still staring east. You just uh, did you guys see the the bears? Well, ignores them when she looks to you, uh, Idana and says, "Idana, what happened? Your your girl's gone." I. He just said he was going to use the restroom and he would be back. He never came back. And... I'm sure you saw that creature out there. She nods. That's Ravison. They killed Torval. Why? How? What end? To preserve the North. That's all that Oral wants to do is. Preserve everything. Gods, that was going to happen to me. I don't know why it hasn't yet. Is there any way to save him? No, he's dead. He's gone. Does that mean we have to kill Aurel? Uh, 
Because if gods, if that's what it takes, then then by by gods I will do it. <laughs> you, you don't know what you're messing with. Orville is a god. You'll turn to Obreus and say, look around. This place has been in winter for gods know how long. knows how long. A few and years now. Yeah, that's not something. To have that kind of power, you can't. That's nothing you fuck with. That. If she wanted, she would destroy us in an instant, I think. Orville turned me into a damn vampire. That I'm not one now, apparently. I'm, I don't know what happened. I'm. I'm so confused. I don't know what's happening anymore. All I know is that Aurel is taken away, much that is dear to me. And that is how that is how the evil govern. By making you think that you have no power to influence the outcomes around you. Ye gods, I would rather die trying than to live live a life of fear and cold. But that enough. I'm sorry, Donna. This is not about me. I'm. I'm. We're glad. I'm glad to have you back. But my God, Toril's dead. Is there nothing we can do? No. There's nothing we can do. This is Orril's domain, and Orril will do what she wants. She will have what she wants. If she wanted us dead, we would be dead. She is playing with us. I don't know what to do anymore. Then perhaps we need to appeal to another god. Maybe the way to fight a god is with another god. <laughs> I, I don't know how you're going to find another god. There are those of us who have faith. Those of us who have made dark, dark packs. Maybe the way to fight fire is with fire. The way to fight evil is with other kinds of evil. I thought you were against evil. Is that not what you promised? To whatever pact you made? If I need to stay in my soul a little bit. If I need to dip my own weapons in the blood of mine enemies in order for the greater good, then that is what I need to do. I mean, gods, that's what I was trying to do. That's why I became the monster I was, and now I'm half a monster again. Gods, I'm... I don't know what we're going to do. We... They're clearly playing with forces beyond our measure. Here. I... I don't know if there's any way... Where do we even go from here? There's... Certainly not by inviting more evil into this cursed land. I mean, we can try appealing to those bloody cults that we were running into earlier, but I don't know from what Aurel showed me originally, and when I made that promise with her that she very easily broke with me, she was saying this land was going to be swallowed up by flames. And that's why she's trying to preserve the North. As terribly as she is going about it. And how do you know now that Aurel is telling the truth? 
I don't yeah. know anymore. She went back on a very big promise. She killed my friend. And I lost whatever strength she had given me. Then I say we go out there and find whatever intelligence, whatever scrap of knowledge we can find. Because that is better than sitting here and waiting or thinking that Oriole has control over our lives. I refuse to be the hamster in her cage. I'm gonna pull out the ice dagger that's in my belt. Oh, uh... <laughs> and just kind of stare at it for a second. Yeah, it shatters. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. If it wasn't going to do that, I was going to do it to it. <laughs> yes, it shatters into little ice shards falling like uh, shaved ice through your fingers, I guess. I think I, I just grind some pieces into the ground and he, he just... He, his face is taut with stress and he just mutters something and and just sits down by the fire. Kind of catatonic. Adana's gonna just quietly go into her bag and start rummaging around in it for her cold weather clothes and start stripping down and putting them on to brace herself for the cold again. With a with a lot of effort, Grace rouses himself and says, Adana, are you, are you hurt anywhere? I... I don't think so. I mean... I'm just bloody cold, that's all, but I'm slowly warming up, which is... honestly something I haven't felt in a little while. It's kind of comforting. Here, have this spot by the embers. I'll, I'll take the outer part. Still warm, thanks to Vel. She'll just scoot in towards the center where it's warmer. Nebrius heads towards the edge of the uh, hut. It's just a little bit colder, and it's kind of it's almost kind of his punishment for allowing this to happen. Okay. Vel will speak up. She's looked really mostly despondent this whole time, uh, considering. Everything that's, that's happened in the last 24 hours. And she'll say, Okay, so, the first point of order is you both need to get some sleep. All of you do. And from there, when we wake up in the morning, we'll figure out where to go and how to proceed. Sounds I good, don't... though. I know it won't come easy, but the rest will help you face whatever we have to encounter tomorrow. All right, I'll try and rest. So you guys are able to get a good uh, rest. Unfortunately for you, Vel, you are not. Still the same dream. A uh, bit of tossing and turning, but you still get the effects of a long rest. Um, still those eyes piercing through you. That same visage of crawling th out of a buried snow. Um, 
what do you call it? Uh, yeah, little crawling out of buried snow, seeing the upside down um, spiral of something otherworldly, maybe futuristic, um, mostly of magic. And then those eyes piercing, looking into you. Um, you are all uh, greeted. Oh, no, Aidana, the common people are not still freaking out. They were freaking out because behind you was uh, two polar bears and a yeti. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> so they were just kind of like frozen in place like, oh, shit. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you're able to go to rest. Uh, you wake up. Um, anything you guys want to do? role play or anything like that in the morning before we wrap up and start heading along the journey one of the uh commoners uh says they feel like they can get you to dugan's hole pretty quickly within four hours what well, four hours is pretty i can get you there within 10 hours what thing did i recognize those eyes at all No, no, yeah, ab no, no, no. Okay. Okay, no. Yes, you would not recognize the eyes. Okay, interesting. Cool, cool, cool. <sighs> okay. Um, yeah. I um, will say, uh -huh. um, because of your background, you do recognize these uh, little spire uh that you keep noticing as well. Okay. Something of a myth that happened thousands of years ago. Oh, interesting. Okay. But, you know, it's a myth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, Avel, when she wakes up in the morning, you know, wait for the others to get up and once they're up and have, you know, rub the sleepies out of their eyes, uh, she'll say, so Dugan's hold them, right? Yeah, we, we should get going there. Um, unfortunately, those cultists that we ran into yesterday and that I more or less went feral on, um, they were headed that way, so what was I'm not that sure. Gods, I have no idea. Nothing good. I I, I assure. I assume so we should most need to hurry. Then. We need to make haste then. They're most likely already there, but oh dear lord, we can we can try making it. Okay. Let's start making uh I've rolled here and you don't have any encounters along the way. <laughs> the only one that you do have is that I guess okay, okay, so uh, I'll give it to you because I don't want to cheat you guys of the uh, Ice Windell experience. Uh, so you go, uh, you're making your way up. You're following these commoners. Uh, everyone's moving. Um, if I remember correctly, um, 
One, two. There's two of them that are going. Mm-hmm. No axe beaks, though, right? No, because we those lost those along the way. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Just making sure for travel time. Uh, so, yeah. You get up there, and as you break free of, I would say, the main area of trees where you get about here if you can see this blip it's way up past the mountains if you're on the main map we cannot see it we're still on the battle map excuse me let me bring you guys over could have had a flying ship (laughs) 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 um so uh hopefully you guys all do that Okay, so right about here, and then uh, where's my free hand? Uh, instead of going directly north, you guys will be going to the northeast this way. Okay, cool. That is Duke's cool. hole where you're trying to make it to. Uh, so you get up to that spot, uh, and this is what you kind of uh, see. Uh, you see a giant uh, on a mammoth, and as they're going through, um, you can clearly tell they are ravaging through a uh, slain campsite about a hundred yards. Uh, 120 yards, I guess, away. Um, oh, they're very far away. Yeah, they're they're far away. They're not really paying you too much mind as they just had their bounty. The commoners are saying that that's very common should that happen. Do you guys want to just go get in a fight with two uh, giants on woolly mammoths? Woolly just... mammoths are very good at squishing and... We are kind of on a timetable with some commoners, as well yeah. as wondering if those cultists may or may not have wreaked havoc on Dugan's Hole. So I'm going to vote no. Okay. Yeah, agreed. If we weren't on, you know, a very important time crunch. And if those yeah. people were still alive, maybe. But if they're, if they're yeah. dead, there's no helping them. So are they dead, by the way? Yes, very much dead. Yeah. Then, yeah, let's, let's just keep heading towards Dugan's Hole. I'm really worried about the cultists that... That have been let go on them so okay so you start to get close to dugan's hole and you notice something very different um, what? i guess i know you done for sure i'll say i'll ask vel abreus have you been to dugan's hole in your time here i'll allow you to have that uh have you made it to this tiny little spot I don't mm. think so. I I had only spent time in that re- larger uh, village, larger town. I forget what it's called. Uh, uh, Brinchander? East Haven? Brinchander, yes. Brinchander, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Brinchander is the largest town. Uh, that's, I think, where we picked you up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Abreus? No, because okay. uh, I mean, he might have recalled it from like his childhood, but not... He wouldn't recall enough, and definitely he's not been to Dugan's Hole. Yeah, if you would recall anything from your childhood, you know Dugan's Hole is. There's <laughs> yeah, reason why it's called Dugan's Hole. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's a hole. <laughs> uh, so you can tell there's something different about this place, uh, unlike the other towns you've been before. Um, there's no sound. 
It's eerily quiet. There seems to be a lot of snow drifts in the area. A lot larger than normal. Over your head. As tall as houses. Maybe even as taller. As you start to make your way closer to Dugan's Hole. Um, as we approach to you see like smoke or any signs of distress um, in, in the town or uh, no uh, it looks like uh, a blizzard had just come through in fact it looks like this blizzard had paralyzed this town uh, it looks like houses are frozen solid um, you can see that there's people as you get closer. You guys can all see this map here, right? It is a very uh, tiny, tiny little town. Uh, a handful of buildings uh, kind of sporadically placed. Um, not much happening. Uh, you see that there's a few uh, places. Um... Oh, sh <laughs> I'm such a dummy. I, I forgot to do that. Uh Whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I need to. Okay, I need to go back one second, guys. Oh, brace. Uh, you know what? Let's. Uh, let me pause really quick on this, and let's all take a break, shall we? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna pause in three, two, one, one. All right, as we come back, uh, you guys are able to see Dugan's Hole. Uh, it is completely uh, frozen in place. Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever seen the remnants of an ice storm before. Um, I've seen pictures where, like, you know, uh, there's just, uh, you know... Sometimes the doors are frozen shut and there's like exactly. layers of ice over it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you would see terrifying. layers of ice that's at least four to five inches thick. It is completely frozen solid in layers of ice, snow drifts, as uh, almost perfectly preserved and frozen in all of its beauty. Um, as you come close, Idana. You see a little mouse kind of runs up to you. Can I tell if the mouse has scary eyes? I don't yes. trust things anymore. It does have scary eyes. The mouse has bright blue eyes. Ah, beans. And on the mouse's back, you see something tied to it. It a, a piece of paper looks like a holy symbol a holy some intertwined silver rings with a little bit of fabric can I roll a religion check to see if I recognize this holy symbol oh you recognize it I recognize it Baron our true silver gosh you recognize Torvrol's holy symbol on the back of this mouse as it scratches at your leg, wanting you to take it. I'm gonna just 
slowly lean over, pick it up. Undo the little piece of fabric from it. I'm assuming it's got like a clasp on it if it's got fabric stuck in it, yeah? Yeah. And she is going to undo the little sun brooch that she's got that she snatched from her mom before running off. Okay. Hold her cape in place and pin this new holy symbol to hold her cape together. Okay. Do you put this other symbol back on this mouse? No, heavens no, it's from okay. my mom. I'm sticking that in my pocket. What are you doing uh, to the, uh, or doing with the mouse? <laughs> oh, I want to smash it, but like... Also, that's just you're you're just asking for it, and I don't want to fight with Ravison. Don't want that. So I am going to ignore the mouse and just <laughs> quietly continue on, wiping a tear away. Mouse runs away, and you can hear it run away as it calls out, "Choices made, choices made," as it hits uh, uh, into the woods. You guys come to an opening in Dugan's Hole. Uh, I was really hoping I had you on that one. Uh, You come to uh, a spot on Dugan's Hole where uh, you can see it looks like uh, the only place that has been really um, opened up and chiseled away from one person uh you see this guy kind of standing around i guess because i was gonna say it's super silent but you can now hear i guess as you're getting into the town of dugan's hole someone hammering into some ice uh he seems as you guys are kind of coming in this way here to the north uh west uh, he would be hammering over here towards these stables. Okay. Um, where are we on the map again? I'm going to pull myself in. Right over, over here. there. I'll shift okay. and push that button. Yeah, if you guys can see Donna. And then it's coming from this building? Yeah, I'll put this dude over here. Okay. And there are no people uh, outside, obviously, right? Not other than this person. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, not other than this person as you start to hear more chiseling away at some ice and some talking to themselves. Damn place, I can't believe it. This place bullshit. What's, um, what does that person look like? 
they look to be a human dressed in some fairly warm uh you know gear uh they have thin hair uh eyes are a little um oh fish-eyed where they seem to be just a little bit off to the sides uh he's missing some teeth he's hammering away at some ice he's uh about 510 <laughs> he's a big old dude but uh he's not a uh, you know he doesn't seem to be like threatening i guess Nah, just a scraggly fella. Yeah, as he just keeps murmuring to himself about the ice, and uh, maybe you can hear something about somebody else, but that's uh, that's just him muttering. I head up to him and go and you know, kind of um, my spear sheath. But I, I go, "Good day, sir." Have you seen any? Oh, man, why are you saying good day? It ain't a good day. It's what not about a good this day. looks like good to you? Look at all this right. ice. I got ice over here. I got ice over I got that dude in there sleeping. He hasn't paid me yet, but he will. I'm here. He'll wake up. I'm trying to chisel my way back into this damn barn. Uh, you would need... you like help with that? I can see yes. Oh, nice. You're one of them magic types. All right. Uh, oh. Oh. You, uh, are you one of them demons? Uh, demons? What do you mean? Yeah, I see them horns and color of your skin. Don't oh, you this. think you can oh, pass that. me? Oh, no. It's, I'm a tiefling, you know, not a demon. Also, demons are from the abyss, and I'm not, and, you know, the devils are different. Um, she... <laughs> uh, my uh, mama told me, watch out. I'm watching out. All right, I'll tell you what. I ain't ever asked for no demons' help, but all right, you can have my soul. Just make this place a thought. Uh, I don't <laughs> want your soul. Just here, stand aside. And she will, uh, yeah, uh, hold a motor flame in her hand, and, uh, attempt to uh thaw the uh um the door to the barn okay uh yeah you're able to uh get it down to where he's more or less able from chipping away and the uh, thaw he's able to open it up and he opens it up and you are able to see inside and he looks inside and he just kind of throws his hands up and he's like well that's it that's all I had, right there. Uh, oh, what what is it? She looks inside. He's look inside, and you see, uh, about six pigs, frozen in place. A couple piglets, uh, at the teat, uh, frozen. Uh, yeah. Oh no, this is horrible. I'm sorry. This must have been. This must have been your livelihood. I'm, yeah, see, yeah, I can't. I'll tell you what, I ain't a good fisher. I ain't a good hunter. But I can raise the hell out of pigs, and now what am I gonna do? I can't keep renting out the rest of my 
stable to weird folks like that other dude, you know? Like, it ain't gonna provide business. No one's looking for a place to stay in Dugan's Hole. What the hell are you guys doing here anyways? Um, so we were actually coming here. Did you, last night, did you happen to see any weird, naked people walking around? A large owl. I mean, it seems like a very dangerous large owl came through here. No. No, see, I was helping this. Uh, and he goes and, he, and he's like, you know what? I'm tired of this day. I'll tell you. Hold on. And he goes and he grabs, uh, he walks over to the stable and he starts yelling. Uh, let's bring you in. Uh, do you want to describe Morthus? How do, how do I say that? Uh, yeah, you're right spot on. Morthus, uh, Gratia. Oh, fucking kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does, uh, Morthus yeah. look like? He is a red-skinned tiefling with, uh, horny horns that go, uh, kind of sweep back, like, along his purple hair which is roughly shoulder length and uh, fairly unkempt, but in that kind of like uh, devil may care kind of way. He's got uh, red eyes also, so we got a couple red eyes in this party. Uh, red <laughs> eyes, black dragons. <laughs> um, and he uh, has uh, on some warm weather type robes that still don't seem like they quite really are for the north they're like a little bit too fancy you know um a little bit too like pretty i guess they're not really for outdoors um like he hasn't really spent a lot of time outdoors being an outdoorsman um but here you see him i, I suppose in uh in a barn and he's a uh, roughly uh 510 um average weight not particularly muscular and you can, oh, I, I said that you were sleeping, but I guess, yeah, that it wouldn't necessarily fit for you to sleep in a barn, but you can be just, uh, I guess, resting or taking yourself away from this uh, individual should you need some space and just say that you were resting. But he comes out and he's like, hey, hey, uh, there's some people here. They got another one of you tiefling types. This oh, one's purple, good. though. That's so exciting. Now maybe I can go and help some more people. Thank you for arousing me from my slumber. You are such a grateful man. I, I really, really appreciate it. Hey, man, I, I hate to do this to you. I said I'd take you around everywhere, at least to Dugan's Hole for, you know, a couple of gold, but seeing how my pigs are frozen and Dugan's Hole no longer seems to be a place uh, that's existing... I'm going to have to ask for my payment now, and I'm going to get on up to Bryn Shander and see what happens. Maybe find me one of them printed types. No, no, that seems perfect. You know, I'd, absolutely, that's that's just what you should do. I think that you are going to be in great luck. Here. And I give him whatever he's asked for. All right, yeah, he just takes, I think you were able to talk to him for probably about, he's not bright, four gold to take you around and at least give you a place in some direction. Nothing crazy uh, as you, uh, as he's just like, all right, that's great. Uh, as he goes and he's just like, you guys didn't need anything else, did you? 
I mean, I mean, I ain't, I ain't a local celebrity or nothing, but I know everyone knows Dugan's Hole is pretty welcoming. Well, it used to be. And now that everything's frozen, I don't know how welcoming it is. And you're sure? Anyone... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just, I was going to say, do you know if anyone else is... Oh, God, I hate to say it, but is anyone else alive here? Oh, uh, from what we did earlier, kind of scouting and, and looking around, I ain't seen people. It's all frozen. Looks like somebody came through in the middle of the night and just threw a bunch of water on everything, and then it froze. Kind of messed up. Is everybody in their houses? Or how did you survive? Uh, I was taking this fella around. Dugan's Hole is my home. Okay? That's where I live. If you had to know. And he kind of looks at you, Brace. Almost like uh, he doesn't seem to understand the uh, line of questioning. As if he's uh, <laughs> almost reading into it too much. Like he thinks you're being uh, calling him a liar. Uh, you know, it's my home. It's where I stay. I was being here. I ain't a magic top. I can't do this. Ask the one that caught the fire. Maybe they did it. Maybe I've... you did it. What you doing here? Now that I'm thinking about it. And it brings kind of flashes back to some childhood memories from Dugan's Hole. Kind of just calms himself down. And turns to Morthus and goes... Good sir, what brings... I haven't, we haven't seen you around here before. What brings you to this part of Icewind Dale? Yeah, no, it's very weird seeing another tiefling yeah, so far north. No, no, I'm I'm here to help. That's what I do. I help people. Because I'm a kind, gentle soul. <laughs> Make an insight check on that. Yeah, I, wanna, <laughs> I don't believe him. I was... Uh, I was uh, 14. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 17 uh, 19 well y'all all beat me I am um, not happy about something um, I was telling the truth that I was here to help but I am not a kind gentle soul excuse me you seem rather bothered did something happen recently to you or if you don't mind, you know, disclosing, you don't have to, of course. I mean, we're no. people that help, too. No, no, it's fine. You know, I just, I go out of my way to do right for others, because that's, that's just the good in me. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's really sad that all these poor idiots froze to death. Very, very sad. How do you know everyone's dead? Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, just point of order. Didn't we say we had gone around and checked or was that something yeah, different? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can assume they're all much like the pigs, uh, frozen in place. Like, uh, Pompeii. Preserved in time. Oh. You lot, you look like you could, uh, certainly use a helping hand, so to speak. <laughs> Well, what do you have to offer? Oh, a lot, a lot. I have just an immense amount of power. 
I can use it to command everyone. And as you see, a flame starts to rise in my hand. I'm casting Prejudice Digitation. I can use it to command everyone and dominate all. And as I say that, the flame goes out. And it's I'm like grabbing at my hand like I'm trying to get it to go again. I'm like, fuck it. All right. I, I, I gotta help. Otherwise, I don't have any power. And then my flame comes back on. <laughs> so so you have to help or you have no power is what yeah, you're saying yeah. yeah that's that's pretty much it it's it's, it's, a, it's a really really shit situation but <laughs> here we are and I have help but like like he's just like he can't control his face and there's just like low smirk or grin at the side of his face but he's like trying to look really stern Is something bothering you? Nope. Nope. Help sounds good. Um, so, quick thing before you help us. If everyone else here is frozen, then why are you two not frozen and in time? Oh, well, like I, I said. Up some, uh... Oh, I was going to say, yeah. And like I said, I was bringing them over here. We came in after all this. He was resting because he couldn't rest on the trip. He said it was too bumpy. Huh. Gods. This fucking place. <laughs> and how long have you been here in Icewind Dale? Uh, I don't know. Got up here maybe a couple ten day ago. Not very long at all. Just, uh... Been making my way around, trying to see what I can do. And why Icewind Dale of all places? Surely there's other places in Faerun, even the Source Coast, that could use your help. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Icewind Dale seems about right. <laughs> Can I make another insight check into that? Yeah, I, this guy's shady as fuck. That's <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. a nine. Hey, Donna uh, doesn't know what's going on. She's just yeah, upset and unimpressed with this guy. <laughs> oh, fuck, gonna... natural 20. Oh, oh God. Alright, Vel, uh, for your natural 20, you definitely know that I am not here because I want to be and that I'm probably on the run from something. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah, I know that cocks, I guess. <laughs> Mel doesn't say anything, but she just sort of squints at him through her glasses. So, a bear's roll of five. Um, is deeply suspicious from earlier, but cannot figure out what the hell is going on. He goes, So, you want to help. Why should that be with us? Well, let me put it this way. There's a whole bunch of dead people here, and I'm not staying, so I'm going to follow you. Either you like it or you don't. You accept my help, or you let me just follow behind you. So what do you want? Help, or have just a straggler? Oh, you gods. We already have stragglers, and she went to the two commoners. But well, I can join in with their lot. She might as well just do something rather than being a waste of space. See? Help. It just makes everybody happy, right? I suppose That's one way to put so. it. Let's get going. This place isn't going to be much help to us. But where are we going to? Next town. 
Yeah, we need to get no these way. other people safe and... Where are they from again? Where? I don't think I asked. Sorry, where are you guys from? And we'll... we'll also, what's the closest town to here? Does anyone know? Um, one of the commoners looks at you and says, uh, the closest one would be, well, I guess Goodmead, but Grinshander's only two hours more if you were to just cut up. But if you go to Goodmead, then Grinshander, then you're in for a haul. Let's head over to Brinchander, I feel. Would you? I asked the commoners, would you prefer to head over to Brinchander or to Goodmead? One of them's like, I'm, I'll, I'll go to Brinchander, but the other one's like, I'm going to Care Dinaval. That's where I'm from. Well, how about we get both of you to Brinchander? You can find some X-Beaks there, and we'll call it good. Well, I'll t I'll, I thank you, but... It's uh, much easier for me to just head north to Care Dinnerval from here uh, than go uh, north and east than west than north. You know what I mean? Are you saying that you prefer to head there on your own? If you don't mind, I, I'm, I, I think where I'm okay now that I'm here in these Tin Towns areas. Avoid any bloody owls. Sure. I just really want to go check in on my family. I'm sorry. I understand. Go, go, and uh, I I give him some of my remaining rations and and be safe and may the may the Lord of Balance be with you. Thank you. And remember, if you're ever in Cairdinaval, uh, look up Green Bottom. You'll they'll they'll be able to point you to my bakery, and I'll take care of you. That's I'm very kind. Thank you. Thank you. Be uh, safe, my friend. So they take off. The other one is just like, well, uh, what do you want? Uh, good mead or Brinshander? Good mead's going to be a lot uh, easier travel. I think that sounds wonderful. All I'd right. like something easy for once. It's easy travel by us. <laughs> so after a couple of hours, uh, nothing really happening. Uh, actually, no, I take that back. Does something happen? I need to roll my percentile. Five is nothing. Yeah, it's past morning, so yeah, uh, nothing happens. Uh, so, uh, you're able to travel up, and it gets a little bit treacherous at times, uh, with, uh, the amount of heavy snowdrifts coming out of Dugan's hole. It looks like there was a very large burst of snow in this general area and then cleared up as you're able to clear out uh, or once you're able to clear out of that area, uh, travel is pretty straightforward uh, as you make your way to Goodmead. Uh, you guys are all right here on the map. I'll... Okay, cool. If you want to move your tokens there, I need to pull up my information on Goodmead. Rip Dugan's hole. Yeah, Edonna's not happy about that. <laughs> yeah. She feels like that's her fault. And she's going to carry that. 
Oh no, poor Tobias. <laughs> That's his home plan. Oh uh, dear Lord. Uh, so yeah, you get up to uh, Goodmead. Um, it's about a hundred people that are in here. I need to let my cat out, or they're gonna just keep me out and give me one second, <laughs> y'all. All right. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, you get there's about a hundred people uh, that live here. Um, there's a the only thing that really stands out is how much that there seems to be this greenhouse effect that has uh, kind of taken up some of this central uh, in the center center of this uh, town. This uh, um, gosh, what would you call that? Patch of tree? This uh, little forest, it's very dense um, and it generates a lot of heat. Um, maybe, uh, I don't want to give too much away, it just generates a lot of heat to where when you're coming up you can start to hear the buzzing of bees and the sweet, sweet smell of honey. Um... Other than that, the town looks fairly simple. People are on the street walking around. Uh, there's lots of different conversations on the air from, uh, did you see that thing that blew up uh, the other night um, that took over, praise be a real, that she uh, destroyed another uh, comet or something that would destroy the town. Uh, some people are calling out uh, for more sacrifice to appease. Uh, some people are talking about good meads, good mead, where the mead is uh, made from the local honey. Uh, and people are talking about how the bees seem to be uh, not as active as they once were. Um, pretty, uh, yeah, pretty basic small town stuff. And this place looks like it's unaffected by any blizzards, right? Exactly. Fantastic. Um, can we see any, like, inn or tavern nearby? Uh, that's a great question. Let's see what we got here. From what you can see, there's a handful of things. They got, um, the Mead Hall. Uh, where, yeah, you would have a hall where it's kind of like a modern-day brewery. It's where you can go to get your drinks fresh from the tap of Good Mead's Good Mead. Uh, that would be Mead Hall, this big building here, just on the side, the north, uh, what would you call that, northeast of the city center condensed trees that kind of have that greenhouse effect. Okay, um, without word, Idana is just going to start walking towards that mead hall. Yeah, Avel will follow her. Okay. Wait, now you can't leave me alone here. <laughs> uh, you can follow us, I suppose. Oh, come on already. Might as well get to know you since you're scra tagging along with Scraggler. The commoner, uh, as they're making their way up, says, do you 
Do you mind if I stop at the Shrine of the Flaming Sword? I, I mean, you know where you're at from here. You just follow the east way and then you'll hit the T. You'll want to go west to get to Brinshander, east to East Haven. Um, but yeah, I would like no. to stop at my uh, Flaming Sword Shrine and pay my respects to life. Yeah, no, but that's fine. Um, here, take this. Uh, actually, no, I was going to give them gold for cold weather clothes, but I am broke. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, <they're, laughs> they'll be fine. Uh, they, yeah, they know how to survive off this land. They uh, have some basic cold weather gear on, so they know that it's going to be a journey, but it's a journey that they're happy to take since they're alive. Uh, they um, leave. Before they leave... Can Idana ask them a question or two? Yeah, go ahead. Um, what is this shrine that you're talking about? Oh, the shrine of the flaming sword? Yes. <clears throat> well, let me... It's, um... It's kind of this place that a few areas uh, around Ten Towns take uh, respect and reverence to say thank you for those that had come before uh, from the invasions of the orcs and the different tribes that had come to try to conquer the land but uh, were withstood by uh, Drist and the others um it's a shrine of tempest uh the god of war and chaos um but we pay our respect because well we won we were we were the conquerors and where is the shrine exactly well just, uh, just right across sake. right across the street actually right over here okay um thank you yeah, and you can tell when you look across the street, it's a pretty run-down building. Doesn't look like there's a lot of patrons, <laughs> but uh, they're trying to make their uh, the best out of it. It's pretty, it's pretty vacant and beat down and run down. But you you can tell that to the few that it means something to. There's definitely some meaning to be taken from that, which is uh, many people have come to conquer. But none have done the conquering, I guess. Um, Idana is definitely going to take note of that and then head into this meat hall. Okay. Uh, is everyone following suit? Yeah, I'll go into the yeah. meat hall. Yeah. Okay, let me, uh, let's just pull you up to, uh, a generic and if I may go back to the big bear uh, you guys can place your uh, tokens here um, as you kind of come into this it's uh, a, a pretty well looked uh, a well decorated establishment looks like somebody has really taken a lot of time preparation and money to decorate this with things from all over the world different types of i guess 
what would you call that? Brewing equipment, uh, stills and such uh, adorn the walls um, and and things like that. It's a pretty busy bar as people are walking in and out and laughing and um, talking. You kind of bump into a couple of people, but they are drunk. They seem to be happy. Uh, let's see here. Um, let me put some people on this map. And I'll bring you to the uh, bar keep. Uh... Okay. Um... Yeah, go ahead and get comfortable. As you step in, you see the bartender who's a human about five foot two, very short, almost looks like they would be considered uh, a dwarf, but they, uh, you know, they, they're not quite that small, that robust, uh, that strong and statured looking as you're able to see people of all types, um, kind of adore, uh, enjoying themselves drinking as Lap uh, uh, Grey Tooth kind of calls out, please, please, take a seat, take a seat. Uh, um, yeah, sure. Um, this one has four tables. <laughs> four yeah, you can, you can just find somewhere in this lovely area <laughs> and call it yours. It doesn't need to have seats if you can move your spot there. So, uh, I, I kind of speak over the bartender. So, this is good mead. And what is your best mead, my good friend? Well, let's see. This uh, good mead, it comes from the bees. These, uh, it's all the same, but it's good mead, you know? Well, bring some for us. All right, keep it simple. All right, you need any food? Uh, yes, a warm meal would be lovely right now. Thank you. Oh, perfect. How hey, you guys like roast carrots? Sounds uh, wonderful. Okay. Anything with, anything with meat besides carrots. Okay, wait. Hey, 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 hey. Take it easy with this meat, okay? We ain't got nobody bringing in meat. We got roast carrots. All right, carrots it is. All right, there we go. Lovely. <laughs> so he uh, he, <laughs> he goes and pours you guys uh, a bit of uh, a round and he comes and he sets it down and then he walks back up. You can see there's a bit of a limp on him as he uh, on the right side as he kind of walks over. It seems like his knees kind of been, uh, I guess, blown out uh, as he definitely takes and favors that side when he walks and he gets a giant plate uh platter i guess of uh some fire roasted carrots and for what it's worth they smell pretty good let's see how they taste oh they taste damn good uh so he's got a plus three so we're gonna add that into a 17 so yeah they taste pretty good for oh good grief and he uh also has a problem with enlarging anyway so he's going to uh bring those over and uh 
set him on the table and he's like, uh, I, uh, so what brings you to the area? Um, actually, we were heading to Deegan's Hall and unfortunately the entire town was frozen and this is the closest town. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, and he kind of laughs a bit to himself, puts his hands on his hips, uh, and, you know, his apron's a little bit dirty but you know he's kind of like dusting his hands off and he looks at his fingernails and kind of looks up at you and he's like yeah you know they had it coming they're a bunch of inbreds excuse me those were innocent lives though you know I don't want to be mean but what did they do they didn't really contribute to anything. I'm not trying to be rude. I get it. Everyone's sad. Boo-hoo. But, uh... I mean, if you ain't looked outside lately, it sucks. I wholeheartedly yeah, agree with you. Well, just silently munches into a carrot. Donna is also staying quiet and just eating her carrots. Apiris kind of chews furiously and his his like jaw is clenched but he's just decided he wants he just doesn't have time to deal with this <laughs> okay fair enough and he looks he's like hey, hey 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 i get it i get it i overstepped my boundaries i got i got uh i got opinions i need to keep them to myself i didn't mean to i don't mean to say nothing you know i pay my respect oh real she done some good things but i'm just gonna say she just saved us from you know that impact of the asteroid that was gonna come down from the sky and kill us all Donna's just gonna drop her fork look at this dude and say i don't want to hear another word about oril please and thank you all and right. just stares at him Okay, okay, you know, I, I didn't mean nothing by it. I, I, Like I said, I'll shut up here. My name's Lap, and he kind of like uh, stumbles away, and he's like, listen, you let me know if I get you any more drinks. I'm here for you. I'll, I'll get you a drink, and I won't say nothing else. I promise. I'm a good guy. And he goes, and he uh, stumbles back to it. Apparently the cold makes people's hearts cold as well. What's that She'll about? She's gone. Seems like everyone in this whole damned north is clamoring about Oriel, and here you three are gritting your teeth at her. Are you from around here? No, no, gods, no. <laughs> Who would want to be from around here? <laughs> well, I grew up here, so oh. shut your mouth. Well, I'm sorry, friend. I didn't mean to offend. If you if you had been here when I grew up, Icewind Dale was harsh. But it's still a place of beauty, not this godforsaken whatever this thing is that Oriel's turned it to. And I say this kind of in a silent whisper. Uh, but, but what she wants to do, I don't know what she wants to do, but clearly all she wants to do is preserve it. And, and that is not that is not what Icewind Dale is or was, there's much more beauty than what Aurel has done to this place. So, pardon me if I don't tense up at the, at the sound of her voice. Pardon me if I don't get angry at her for taking away 
companion. Calm, calm. Don't bristle up so much. I'm not. I'm not a Oriole follower myself. I, in fact, I kind of condemn all the gods. I plan on really taking their spot one day whenever I get around to it. But no, no. I just it surprised me is what I meant to say. Hold on one moment. You don't believe in the gods yet you want to take their place. Who gives no, 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 you no, no, your no. powers? No, 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 no. I believe in the gods. I just think they're all fuckheads. I mean, some of them are, like Tiamat, for example. Others are, you know, they're not terrible. Oh, please don't get me started. They still force their will on everyone, whether it's goodwill or bad will. They still want you to do what they want you to do. Is There's no free will when it comes to gods. Sounds like you have a lot of baggage. <laughs> Some might say. Anyways. The door opens. And a bunch of cold wind blows in and snow. And you see a traveler that uh, definitely would be coming from the wilderness. Very thick, thick fur line coat as they enter in uh very tall about oh six foot three as they kind of stumber and people kind of stop and look take them in as they're walking in the cold air kind of giving off a bit a bit of mist as they walk up to the bar what do his eyes look like <laughs> You cannot tell. They are covered in the cowl. Uh, the hood over the head. Not cowl, excuse me. The hood over the head. He's not Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um. As much as I would like him to be. <laughs> God. Batman um, just walks in. Right. <laughs> I'm going to use Divine Sense. Um... And you know, if, and see if you, I can detect whether it's a celestial fiend or undead. Um, nothing comes back. Okay. You see the commoner next to him get up and move over to a different spot, as they seem to take the spot of that commoner that was once there. Uh, a lap gray tooth kind of stumbles over quickly realizing who they are and starts to carry on a conversation pouring them a uh, glass and getting them some carrots can I hear any of this conversation yep does anyone speak elf uh, yes I speak see. elvish I do not. I speak Sylvan. <laughs> I speak Abyssal, so. Okay, uh, so you see a very, uh, yeah, uh, roll me a perception check, actually, uh, yeah. to see how much of the conversation you make out if you speak it. Just a nine. You see, you hear Spine of the World, Goliaths. Real big problem, I guess, is probably all I'll give you. Okay. Mm. 
doesn't seem interesting enough for Idana. She's just going to focus on her carrots and her good mead. I look over at, um, what's the barkeep's name again? Lap Greytooth. I look at Lap Greytooth and I kind of see what does his body language look like? Like, is he frightened? Is he cautious? Like, what's what's his body language like? Uh, it seems to be a bit of very friendly, uh, very, uh, yeah, at ease. Seems like he's kind of joking around with him, uh, laughing. Um, you can clearly see that they're having a good conversation in Elven, Elvish. Okay, well, I wouldn't have understood any of this, and since uh, Idana doesn't look interested, I'm going back to eating my surprisingly delicious roasted carrots. Um, Val will eventually speak up and say, so where do we go from here? Our, our only clue was, I mean, you go back to Brinchander and, and address the corpse issues that are going on there. I think, I think if we have to find out, I think we need more information, more intelligence about what we're up against. And, and I, I, you know, Brinchander is the largest town and there is, there are temples there to dedicated to other gods, I presume. So I vote for Brinchander. Last time I was in Brinchander, I wasn't very welcome. Why was that, Idana? I mean, I don't know if they're going to be smart enough to notice I'm not cursed anymore, seeing as I still have... She's gonna just kind of keep a little quieter. I still have fangs and quite terrifying eyes. Do they know about you? Oh, gods, yes. They wanted to kill me. <laughs> Oh boy. Perhaps we can sneak you in, or perhaps you can wait outside in town while we go and get more information. All you can do with that gentleman's doing over there and just wear a cloak over your head, you know, cover your face. Mm. I mean, that's an option, but I, I don't think um. the cult problems were necessarily in Brinshander. Um... That was more of the issues with my okay, old right. weapon that exploded in my hands. Um, oh gods, where was it that those cults were at? I know it was issues with Kid in a ball. Yeah, like the Toro had to pretend to be someone else. I think that was in East Haven. We could head back there and then see if we can glean any more information about these cults. East Haven, you say? Yes. It might not hurt to stop in Brain and, you know, maybe cut up a library if they have one. And... I agree. I feel like we need to get more information before we head into whatever else we need to stumble into. I mean, I'm not sure if they're going to have a library or the information we're looking for in Brinchander, but you seem determined to go there, so we can go there. I might heavily cover my face, though. I understand, Itana. But I'm not sure if we'll find the information we're looking for there. 
Sounds like this Brinshander is the biggest town in the area, and the most the most like one that might be suitable for me. Suitable in what matter, Morthus? Yeah, you know, not this yokel bullshit. You're gonna find a lot of that here in Ten Towns. Oh, fuck. You clearly have a chip on your shoulder. Uh, I just, I have a, a taste for the finer things in life. Clearly. I can clearly see that, yeah. Clearly. Well, if it's Brinshander we're going to, then that's where we'll find ourselves. Should we head out, or do you want to stay the night? <laughs> uh, so as you guys are talking, uh, you uh, can clearly hear a loud uh, argument start uh voices starting to be raised as the character that walked in uh punches uh the barkeep black gray tooth knocking him to the floor on his ass as the person gets up kind of <laughs> you know pats themselves down kind of uh brushes off their shoulders and begins to walk out <laughs> Idana's just gonna look over in confusion and just shake her head. Gods. Oz. Weird. Morthus is gonna throw a healing light over to the barkeep. Or six health. Oh, nice. Not trying to attract attention of his new people. Someone will slide a hand on that too, because I don't okay. really want people to know that I'm helping. 13. <laughs> okay, fair enough. If anyone wants to roll past their passive to see if they can see any sort of thing happening, they can, but uh, for the most part, it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, so it's 16, so I see yeah. it. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're mostly, most people are concerned about what the hell's happening with Lap Greytooth getting punched. Knocking and falling on his ass as he kind of stands back up and he goes, Ew. you know, he looks at somebody and gives them kind of like a, I don't know what just happened face. I, I go, I kind of just make this huge sigh and I do go over and kind of go over like great tooth and say, and I kind of go over and say, what was that all about? Hey, this guy, uh, you know, you think you know somebody. You give him a drink or two and, uh, and he kind of, he's wiping his lip as he's wiping blood away. Guy, he's a little sensitive, you know? Who was that? You seem friendly. Hey, man. If I remember correctly, you guys didn't want me talking. You want me talking? Well, I want you talking as long as you're not insulting about it. Hey, 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 I don't, don't push your politics on me, pal. You get what you get. Nah, well, maybe I see why he punched you after all, unless you want to talk some more. Hey, yeah, all right, I was just saying, 
This guy got a little sensitive. He started. We started to have a good conversation. He got, he got a little sensitive once I started talking about Dugan's Hall. Is he from Dugan's Hall? That piece of work? No, he ain't from Dugan's Hall. No. Huh. He comes here often? Yeah, this guy. <sighs> he comes and goes, you know, it's his thing. He's uh he's a drifter and knows the uh he knows the outskirts of this place better than anyone, but uh he uh he kinda yeah, he comes and goes. He's a good guy. So you say he knows his way around Icewind Dale, is that it? Oh he knows his way, that's what he does. Where is he heading to now? And I flip a gold coin over to him. I didn't ask. He just punched me and walked out. Okay. I just head back over to the tavern and I say, Well, that was a waste of my time, but I had to do it. And what was all of that about, Morthus? That little thing you did. What? Me? No, nothing. You peacock better than you lie. You know that, right? <laughs> It's yeah, really unfortunate, like, over the table, because I have plus eight to my deception, and I have not rolled a good deception check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're a terrible liar, so, from what I've seen. Well, maybe I'm just out of practice, I don't know. I mean, if you don't want to be telling us stuff, fine. But... If you're going to be traveling with us, it works better if we can trust you. Well, let me put it this way. I can't not help without losing every scrap of power I've gained. Sounds like you've been put under some kind of geese or curse or something, the way you make it sound. Or a pact, though, we'll say. Oh, for sure. Me. Yeah, curse sounds right. It's not, but it sounds right. Well, what is it, then? It doesn't matter. What what matters is the the, um, the results. I'm looking to free myself and no longer be a slave. And until that day comes, I'm bound to do good. And what's so wrong about doing good? Nothing. I just want to do good for my own will. I don't want to do it because somebody's telling me to do it. You sound like a child. When oh. you're doing good before this being placed you under whatever geos or path you are currently under. People come to Icewind Dale to escape their past, and you want oh, me to God. spill everything. Well, we are taking you with us, and we kind of need to know your what you can do and how you'll do it, at the very least. I help. How do you help? Do you stab things? Do you heal things? I mean, you saw what he did earlier. If the man doesn't want to talk, leave him be. We'll figure it out eventually. And if we don't, then God's willing. I'm gonna see if we can find us a room here. I'm tired of walking around in the cold. I need a break. And Idana's gonna get up and just go walk over to the counter. You come up to lap and you can clearly see this guy's got a big old uh, 
growing welt on his face as he looks over to you and he's like, Hey, okay. You guys like the carrots, huh? You need a little uh, more carrots. Sure. Also, um, do you know where I might be able to find room and board here? I tell you what, I got some, uh, I got a place, but it's a little bit, uh, more pricey seeing, uh, you know, what happened with Dugan's Hole. Thought you didn't care about Dugan's Hole. Hey, you know, if people can't go over there for lodge, they gotta come here for lodge and the prices gotta be with what demand is, you know? I mean... God, you're slimy. Hey, I'm I'll a take business my business man. elsewhere. No, come on. I'll give you a she's, discount. She's already 15%. just walking off. I'm just gonna come and slump in the chair. So folding her luck? arms in frustration. So, any luck with the rooms, or...? No. People here... here slimy. Let me help. And I'll walk over there and cast friends on uh, my friend. <laughs> oh. oh, interesting. What'd you say his name was again? I'm sorry. Lap Greatooth. Hopefully you guys can see. I put his. I should have his name under his token. We can't see any of that. Yeah. Oh, you no. can't? I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I'll, there's I'll a way to toggle it, it on. I don't know how, though. Okay, yeah. Isn't it? I'll put it in. Uh... Lap grade tooth. There you go. Out of character. I want to punch this guy. I know. Isn't <laughs> he fun? <laughs> okay, uh, he definitely reason. fails with a three. <laughs> Friend, Lap, how are you doing today? It's It's been a while, hasn't it? They made so many people are sensitive. Trying to run a business. Yeah. They don't like it. Well, you know, a good way to run a business. Travelers like these, they... They go around town to town and they tell tales of their amazing feats and glorious adventures. And where, you know... Where was their home base? Where did they stay from? What... What place were people going to want to go to where these heroes stayed? They could be saying here. Oh, or they could be saying okay. some other place. Oh, no, so that's not good. I'm trying to give you advice as my friend. Maybe we cut him a little bit of slack. You're saying these guys over here, these uh, in the corner over there, that uh, they're real uptight, they're heroes? Yeah, look at them. Look at that raggedy edge on their on their face. Don't they just cast that, that rugged, I'm going to go out and kick some serious ass face? Roll me a persuasion check with advantage. Well, 14 either way. Uh, so he looks at you. Uh, okay. Okay. And kind of puts his uh, tongue down by his bottom teeth. And he's, he's like, all right. All right. All right. I see. I'll tell you what. Make it a deal. You guys uh, right. say that you always sleep here at 
the good meat hall. It's the best customer service you ever had. Now that's to everybody, right? Everybody. Oh, of course. And I give you give you fifty percent off. I'll give you the I'll give you the family rate, the gray tooth rate. I think that sounds wonderful. I'll make sure that we all tell them with a big old wink, you know, kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge to them. Where the right place to stay and good meat is. All right. All right. There we go. See? There we go. Something's happening. All right. And he kind of looks up to the ceiling and goes, thank you all, real. I appreciate you. How much is 50% off of the rooms? Uh, so, uh, for one room, instead of it being uh, two silver, it'll be a single silver. Really uh, nothing. Alright. Uh, well, I will get uh, a room for everybody if there's available, or if there's not, yeah. just as many rooms I can get. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Alright. Now walk back to the table. See? Taken care of. Not a problem. I help. And I kind of like squint my eyes when I say that. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yes, no, that is very kind of you. Shall what we... time of day is it? Yeah, I would say from getting to good me, or uh, from dugan's hole and then getting to good mead you're about six seven o'clock at night so you got a little bit of time if you guys need to do anything or you can retire early and we can just jump into the next scenario of moving on mm. should anyone need to study spells do any shopping I have an of... idea for something to do if nobody else does, but it might just be an Idana thing because she is want to do that. <laughs> what does she want to do? Yeah, what is it? She's going to go check out that shrine from earlier. Yeah, no, I think Belle might follow because that's that seems interesting. All right. Morthus has no interest. He would be up in his rooms grumbling. That is fine. Um, well, before we go down for the night, I think I'm gonna go walk around town for a little bit. Um, kind of clear my head, see what's here in town. Uh, yes, no, I think I'd like a Johnny on that. I, it doesn't hurt to gather information. She'll stand up and pop one last carrot in her mouth. <laughs> perfect uh we can split the party absolutely uh so let's do this <laughs> those who are going towards the shrine and checking out the city take your tokens and just move them towards the rocky path that's uh towards the front okay so idana vel abreas abreas okay, as well and then uh more this uh you're going to be hanging out here. Any plans that you have? What's your intention? So uh, try his best to get as drunk as he can. Okay. 
Fair enough. So what I'll do is I'll just kind of cut over to you as you're getting more drunk as we kind of intersect this. <laughs> um, all if right. he starts a bar fight or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm not a fighter. Like, I, I'd, I'd be more the, the sneaky type. I wouldn't wouldn't want to get in a bar fight, a brawl. Ooh. Okay. Right. So uh, you guys, uh, yeah, uh, you start to step out. It's bitter cold. Uh, it's, you know, later in the evening, the sky is beautiful. The Aurora Borealis is shining as bright as it ever does, letting you know that you are in the comfort and care and ever watching eye of the deity Aureal. Idana's just f- gonna quickly flip off that Aurora Borealis as she's walking. <laughs> um, as soon as we're out of earshot of Morpheus, they'll say, say, what are your thoughts on that new tag-along? He's pompous, but he seems to be capable. I, I hate to say this, but I do think he's telling the truth. He has no choice but to help. And that, unfortunately, gives me a comfort of measure. I would be a little wary, though. I get the sense that he's on the run from something. I think you're right. What makes you think that? I don't know, just the vibe I got from him earlier when we first met him. I I, I couldn't tell if it was on the run from something. All I can tell is he's compelled to help, and I guess we'll have to take the measure of of the man when we go into battle. Yeah, we'll we'll have to keep an eye on him. Hopefully whatever he's running from doesn't cross our paths. Idana's just gonna kinda squint and look upwards. Remembering that terrible instance when she was on the run earlier from something else and just kinda shake her head. Yeah, no, Make I... me a perception check, Idana. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nine! Only nines! Oh, dang. I have plus six, and I've only rolled nines for perception. Whoa! It's a quiet night. Lovely. Wonderful. Uh, so everyone more or less cuts across the street to the shrine of the flaming sword Uh, it's almost closing time but you're able to slip inside this very sad looking almost vacant looking I guess is probably the word I'm looking for almost like a house that's going up for sale empty uh, bare boned full of what could be's and once was um you slip into this building uh you see outside as you kind of walk into this glorious room full of windows overlooking the frozen lake shore you can see that there were boats that were once massive but now frozen 
stuck, preserved as they used to be. Not doing anything. You can tell that the walls around you are doing their... Well, I wouldn't say people are doing their best to take care of the walls around you, despite the fact that you can see that there's a lot of wear and tear. Some old lady comes up to you. She yeah, has a very hunched over back as she um, has her hands placed kind of on her pot belly. Uh, she has uh, very heavy squinted eyebrows that almost make her eyes look closed. Um, she has her hands on her stomach as she kind of smiles and says, Oh, hello. What, uh, what brings you here to our place? Good, good evening, um, good evening, madam. Um, are we just passing through and, um, you know, needed a warm place to sleep in the night and we decided it's better to get to know the town while we're here. Oh, uh, wonderful. Uh, well, please, uh, it is not quite as warm as it once was when it was a little bit warmer outside, I guess. But make yourself uh, at home. You can look around. We do close in about 20 minutes, so I do hope you will are able to be quick about looking around. I can help you with any questions should you have them. Thank, Thank you. That is very kind. So what looking around, what does what what do we see in here? Yeah, so uh as you're kind of looking around in this uh open beautiful i guess this uh room that has uh giant windows opening up to the lake shore where you can see all that uh the floor and the walls are wood um they are very old uh almost like the stain is fading off of them and really starting not peel but just disintegrate i guess if you've ever seen that in some of the old decks um some of the areas look like they have been dusted off but not oiled and taken care of areas such as you know bookshelves and a couple of desks you do see that to the left opens up into a very large um i guess double door um entrance that goes into what seems to be the main area but this would be mostly the common area of anyone asking questions or asking advice or making any sort of contribution to the shrine uh mm. ultimately very empty Idana. Uh, wants to is there like a shrine in this common area or Not would it be beyond really the it would be going towards the left where the double doors open up and uh you can step into the next room um 
but yeah, nothing in this area besides what looks like a basic, um, I guess, like, I don't want to say entry or lobby, but, you mm -hmm. know, the bookshelves and stuff don't really have much more than pamphlets about uh, the Flaming Sword or Tempest, the god of war and what he can offer. Okay. Um, Idana's gonna look at her two friends with her and just kind of quietly say, um, I'm going to quickly step over into the next room and kind of sit there for a moment and think, um, if you don't mind. I'll be just a moment. Yeah, no, take your time. Please go ahead. And she'll just step away and push through those double doors. Okay. You step away and you push through the double doors and it opens up into a gorgeous, gorgeous room. It seems like there has been all the money placed into this single area as you open up and it seems much more light as the windows are all around, taking in all as much of that natural sunlight that's reflecting off of the snow. It's bright. It's luminous. You see this statue the shrine of uh, a sword planted into the ground and there's flames kind of erupting up around it as there's about a foot between the sword and the actual flames that are kind of rising up around the shrine in itself as um it looks kind of like uh, the sword in the stone, I guess, is the best way to put it. Uh, mm -hmm. It looks like this beautiful sword is placed here. Uh, people are paying all sorts of reverence. You can see different types of uh, humans and maybe an elf. There's a dwarf there that's, you know, eyeing some of the uh, statue work and art and the decor. Um, nothing really happening out loud as much as there is a lot of reverence okay um idana is going to quietly step near the sword and is there like places to kneel or sit or is everyone just kind of standing around uh, there's different things happening. You got a few people that are looking up towards the, or not up towards, but at the uh, the sword and the flame uh, thing that I would say there's about two to three that are kind of standing, hands placed behind their backs. There's a few with their arms uh, folded nicely, uh, like you would see little kids doing, I guess. Uh, so they don't touch or do anything. Um, mostly it's just quiet and people observing. No one's really kneeling or praying. Okay. Um, well, with her minimal amount of knowledge with religion from her mom, uh, she's going to awkwardly just kind of stand there and close her eyes and just kind of hold her head down in reverence and just quietly think to herself and 
to Tempest, or at least trying to reach out to Tempest, and she's just going to um, kind of think in her head. Um, Tempest, I don't know if you can hear me or not. I've never really done this before, but um, seeing a flaming sword and hearing about the flaming sword and victory that you brought to the people here before fighting against an invasion I I implore you for help to help with burning away this icy hold that Oril has placed upon this land I can only assume that you're less than pleased and oh gods I don't know um if there's anything that you need me to do or I can do to hope with this uh let me know I don't know, I just want this place to not be how it is. I want Auril to get a taste of her own medicine. And she's just gonna stand there. Eyes still closed. Okay, perfect. Let me pause right there, Idana. Uh, Vel Abrace, what are you doing? Um, is there any religious iconography here? Uh, yeah, there would be a bunch of different things of Tempest. Yeah, what uh, do I know about Tempest? Uh, roll me a history, religion, or religion check. check, I guess, would probably be more yeah. accurate. Oh, apparently nothing. <laughs> Seven. Yeah, you know that he's kind of a chaotic god of war. That's about it. You can pick up a pamphlet and learn a little bit more. But, yeah, you know that... He's uh, just, uh, he is the god of war, yeah. It comes with okay. the territory of chaos. Yeah, no, she'll be inspecting any religious iconography and then, uh, I guess, pick up a pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Abrace. Uh, Abrace kind of actually looks at Belle while, while she's picking up a pamphlet and said, Belle, would you mind excusing me? Oh, yeah, sure. He actually steps outside. The reason he came was because this is at least a, a place of power, of worship. And even if it's another god, he, um, he wants to at least be put in a place that is free, hopefully free from the influence of Oriel. And he he draws a kind of a symbol on the ground. And it's a symbol of the scales of Kalamavor. And he kind of says, and, and he just looks up and makes a prayer and says, Kalamavor, you know I've dedicated myself to your cause, and you know that I've sworn to do anything that would upset the balance of life and death. Well, here, here, Oriel has upset the balance of life and death. I beseech you, give me the power, give me anything. I'm willing to make that sacrifice. It gives me the power to even just put the pinprick in her eye, to do something to tilt the balance back towards what I know Icewind Dale can be. That is all I ask. Some kind of sign. 
and then I kind of like erase the the sigil. I kind of kind of do my spiritual ritual, and I head back in. Okay. Perfect, Morthus. I need to check in with you. <laughs> uh, what are you up to? Uh, is there any gambling going on in here, or is it just patrons drinking? There's some uh, drinking going on. There's not too much gambling. There, yeah, nothing really. Mm, yeah, and actually, back, hold on. Let me roll. Let me roll. There's definitely got to be some gambling going on, right? Let's see. A sixteen? No, not here. Uh, then I am just at the bar, spinning tail after tail of bullsh. Uh, and okay. Knocking back the drinks and, you know, just just telling a whole bunch of tall tales, essentially. Okay, perfect. So Lap is giving you, uh, since you cast friends, Lap is pretty uh, uh, taken to you. So he's kind of feeding you some drinks. He's kind of giving you a you buy one, I pour one kind of on the house deal here. What kind of story as you're rolling a constitution check or a constitution saving throw probably uh, as you're knocking the first one back? What kind of story are you telling him? Eight. Uh, I'm telling a story about how uh, it's a David and Goliath story uh, of you know me against um, some evildoers and uh, and uh, about how I you know came to save a fair maiden from a tower and I mean just like really nonsensical doesn't really add up together if you start thinking about it but I'm just like. <laughs> I'm seeing how much I can get him to buy into, essentially. Okay, uh, roll me a quick uh, persuasion check or deception check. I guess deception, yeah. Jesus, <laughs> my deception is so bad right now. Like, look at that. You see the plus eight there, and I roll a ten again. Like, oh my goodness. I think it's. I think. I think the, the world twenty is trying to tell you something, rather than the world is trying to. Tell you something. <laughs> so like, go from good old honest tour rule, and now it's just like nope, seven. no lies for you. He got yeah, a seven. He believes you. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going there. He's just like, oh, now, oh gosh, I almost went southern there for a minute, like I was back in Duke and Soul. Um, yeah, right. You know, you uh, you seem like. Uh, Seem like I gotta get stuff done. Like, uh, maybe I should just give the discount to you and not those other, you know, uh, real, uh, stiff guys you got hanging out with you. No, 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 no. I, oh, I'm starting to go torval here. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I have to have my, my luxuries. Um... You know, I need I need my my retinue. They 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 really, without them, there there is no there's there's no I in team. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. I'm with you. I'm with you. They ain't no eyes in teams. I get you. Now uh, is, he pours a... you one more, and he's like, "Tell me another one about you uh, doing something." <laughs> uh, okay. Um. So, 
once back uh, before I got to Icewind Dale, um, I was I was in um, my unfortunately my geography is terrible. Um, where's where's a place here? In Icewind Dale? No, like uh, uh, in in the world in general. Um, uh, you could go there's the Sword, Sword Coast, Coast. There's Baldur's easy. Gate. Yeah, Baldur's Gate, yeah. Neverwinter. Yeah, let's, let's say uh, let's say a Sword Coast. I found myself on a pirate ship. Don't ask me how I got there. It was a scary, scary uh, ordeal. Um, but huh. I found myself on the pirate ship, and and this uh, captain he slayed the entire the entire t uh, uh, retinue that I was with at the time. And he came to me, and he uh, he was gonna murder me. And I looked in his eyes, and I just said, "Please." And it was the please that got him. <laughs> and he said, "You know what? I think I won't kill you today, Morthus. But maybe I'll kill you in the morning." Uh, yeah, and this went on for some time before eventually uh, I ended up owning my own pirate ship and uh, sailing the seven seas and. It was it was quite an adventure with dragon turtles and sea monsters, all the all the works. I'll tell you what, man, you guys and he's starting to uh you can tell that he's been taking some drinks here and there between the conversations and now he's starting to get a few deep as he's just like, Hey man, I'll tell you what, you uh you got some story going on. You know what? Somebody need somebody here needed need to hear this. And he starts bringing some uh, commoners around to hear more of your stories. Roll me a. Uh, oh, let's do. I guess yeah, another Constitution save for the drink, and then that'll tell us where we're at. Six. <laughs> I'm sorry, Morthus. You as oh, this man. one kind of sits back. You know the world is starting to spin. You know this is your limit. So, knowing that it's your limit, do you choose to go to your room or do you choose to push it? Uh, how big of a crowd am I gathering? How much attention do I have? Oh, uh, roll me a performance check. seven <laughs> not a good crowd i go up to my room <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah you're not getting more than like one or two people as they're kind of looking in and listening and being like wow pirate ships he said he was gonna kill you but not kill you like that, that's something and then they're like Man. going up <laughs> my roles are betraying me oh man that's fine that's fine <laughs> Uh, so yeah you head up to your room and you pass out uh, let's jump back to Idana so Idana you're pleading to Tempest mm -hmm. she's not sure what she's gonna get but she's she's asking for something cause she is angry with Oril and wants anything to go after Oril and just really stick it to her. Things start to grow quiet. You notice that people around you 
kind of don't move. Uh, don't move in the sense like they almost freeze in place. Not much like Dugan's whole freeze as much as they are paralyzed in a moment. Is the sword, like, is the fire still flickering around the sword? You get a look at the fire that catches your eye, almost like when you look at a campfire at night and it's just dancing there and it kind of just takes you in. You get sucked into this flame as it takes your gaze and almost lifts you out of your body. You start to see ten towns as a whole. You lift above this entire area above you. Noticing all the civilizations as a whole. To the east, towards the glacier, towards the top of the spine of the world, you feel hope. A hope. that starts to give you an uncomfortable feeling of how much it's starting to swell into your throat, into your belly, into your being, almost like it's engulfing you. You see that there lies a people, a great many people, waiting for someone to come and bring them to fight against Oriel, to restore Icewind Dell to, once, to where it once was, unconquerable. united by all types of races and creatures. From there you start to feel your arms and legs come back. Time catches back up to you as you feel yourself breathing again into a normal rhythmic pace as people kind of go about their normal selves uh, doing their things. You hear people talking about, oh, look at this flaming sword. Look at the detail that they put on this. What a beautiful shrine. Idana's just going to kind of stand there like awestruck, like, oh my gosh, something actually happened. And she's just going to kind of shake her head and 
blink her eyes a few times, trying to kind of clear that overwhelming feeling from herself. And kind of look around and see if there's any, like, acolytes or priests in the room that she can talk to. Uh, the only person there at the room was is that old lady kind of just doing her thing. Idana is going to beeline towards that old lady then. <laughs> All right. Let's talk to Madeline. She looks at you and... Eh. Eh, hello, my dear. You... You okay? You seem a bit frantic. Is the cold getting to you? Maybe some time by the fire? Uh, no, thank you. Um, do you know what's off towards the, you said east, right? Yeah. Where the glacier was? Yes. Um, do you, are you familiar with east of here um the oh, the glaciers out that way the glaciers not i know east haven <laughs> i had a sister out there but not the glaciers no heavens no i <laughs> i just am here for the um selling of the pamphlets and letting people know that any contributions to tempest would be good we haven't we haven't had much lately, but, uh, you know, as you can tell, we're, we're doing our best. Um, what was your name, ma'am? Uh, my name is Madeline. Madeline? Um, I'm Idona. Um. What about your friends? Why, why haven't they come into this room yet? Do they? I'm, they I'm not sure. Um. Tempest? They, they have their own things. Um, I was mostly looking for some solace from the cold and flaming sword. You know that that kind of seems like something nice. Um, do you have any uh like holy symbols or mementos of tempest or something? I'll I'll pay you for one. As a as a contribution. Um. Yeah, you know I. Hmm. I th I think I have just something. Um, it might be a little bit pricey if that's okay. Uh, maybe more than. No, I can't. I can't part with it. No, I I, I've got money. I can, I can pay. Well, what are you asking? We do need some repairs. Uh, the walls. Um, I'll tell you what. 75 gold pieces. And Oh, gods, I can give you more than that. Pulls out a necklace with the flaming shield 
uh, bright maroon red and the yellow flaming uh, center of it with a shield, or not shield, excuse me, uh, sword uh, peering directly in the middle of it like it is casting the flame. And she looks and she says, uh, this was always kind of a thing here, but to be honest, I'd much rather be able to preserve the place that we're in than hold it to my necklace and just keep it on me. It seems silly. Um, tell you what, I will pay you generously for the necklace so you can repair this place and I will, I'll, I'll bring the necklace around as kind of a, a symbol to show what for, for all real. She kind Sound of like looks... a deal? at you when you say that and she uh, looks kind of frightened and looks around and she's kind of puts her lips uh, fingers to her lips and says, shh, 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 shh. my dear we, we we can't just say such things oh I'll say what I want I've dealt with many a terrible thing and I intend on doing something about those things okay. and she's going to pull out a hundred gold from her bag and kind of motion it towards the lady. Is this uh, enough? Yeah, she uh, looks at you with tears in her eyes as she smiles and she's like, yes, yes, this is great. This will do so much. Thank you. And she takes it off of her necklace and uh, she goes and puts it around uh, it takes it off of her neck and puts the necklace around your neck. And takes the gold. Thank you. Um, I intend on doing whatever I can about this. Um, I hope this gold does you some good. Oh, it'll do this place thank you. wonders. Thank you. I, thank you. And she kind of just looks like she's just so overwhelmed and beside herself, uh, tears in her eyes. Happy. Uh, Idana's gonna just gently pat this lady on the shoulder and kind of look over at the flaming sword again briefly and then head towards the double doors back towards her two friends. All right. Uh, so, Vel, Abreus, what were you guys kind of doing at this moment? Uh, at first, Vel was reading the pamphlet, but it didn't interest her. She's not interested in war. Um, and <laughs> yeah, so... I can tell you fairly that it is very uh, dominant. Like, you take them over. <laughs> yeah, so then she, since... Uh, um, since Adana wanted some alone time, she was just waiting outside patiently for her. Okay, Abreus? Abreus had finished his uh, own prayers, and so was just patiently waiting as well. Perfect. Uh, yeah, you come out and you all see each other as you kind of take in uh, this moment and look at each other as you, uh, yeah, what do you do? What do you say? 
Is there anything else that you wish to do, Idara? Hmm. Let's go back to our rooms. I've got something to talk with you about, and... Well... Yeah, let's wait till we're all back together, and... Have... We can have a discussion. Might have to be the morning. I think I heard our straggler friend carousing as I was leaving. Oh, we can we can get things taken care of in the morning. That's fine. Right. I'm good with heading back. You guys are. Yeah, let's let's head back. Yeah, okay, let's go. All right. <laughs> you all head back across the street. It's bitter cold when you reach outside. It seeps right in from the uh, that just uncomfortable to your bones ache that you feel just how cold it is as you quickly scurry across the street. Um, you know, talking about your experience or not talking, really just getting across the street as you get into the bar, uh, the inn, the good mead. Uh, what uh, are you guys just going up straight to your rooms? That's Idana's plan, yeah. That was yeah, my too. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. Uh, yeah. I had positioned you guys all into two rooms. It would be Abreus and Morthus and Vel and Idana. Is that fair to do, or do you guys want to switch it up? Do you guys all want... I can make it all one room. Should you guys want one room? However you guys need to play this. Uh, I'm fine with two rooms, but if everyone else wants one room, that's fine. I'm, I'm good with two rooms. It's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you get your two rooms. Are you all meeting into one, like, uh, hub? Is uh, kind of going to where Morthus is to meet up and talk? Is that kind of the plan? Is Morthus even sober enough to understand this conversation that I am wanting to have, or should this be held for morning? He is snoring away right now. All right. <laughs> it oh, dang. Just sawing logs. Sorry, um, no, Abreus. you're good. <laughs> no, I was saying ap I was apologizing to Abreus for having oh. to share a room. So, throughout the night, Abreus is just that's why he has a spear. And if he needs to, he has a glaive with a 10 foot reach. He just reaches over and prods Morthus every time he gets woken <laughs> by the snoring. <laughs> All right, so as everyone goes to bed, uh, Vel, you have that same lovely dream that you've always had. Um, Idana, you have a pretty sound sleep uh, compared to what you've had in the past. Um, more this, yeah, you're out. <laughs> you're, you're, you're just recovering as best as you can. Uh, Abreus. You happen... To have a very specific dream. Something where you remember 
ten towns as it once was. You remember the beauty in the untamed wilderness. You remember the birds and the different animals and the vast different life that thrived in the chaos of Icewind Dale, whether it be frozen, whether it be in the glory of its mighty forest, rains, storms, heat. And then you are immediately almost taken out of your body. kind of see yourself sleeping you see Morthas snoring away as you are pulled out even higher up all the way to this tippy top of what you could even imagine the world being and then dropping towards the east going towards the same well going towards the east of Icewind Dale falling closer and closer and closer but feeling not worried not scared but rushed into destiny rushed into what you should have been doing this whole time you feel when you hit the ground of this frigid cold in the east glacial area that there is something here waiting for you. Something stirring. Something almost like a beating of the heart that calls out to you a... Uh, calls out to you, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. A thumping, a thudding. As you kind of gather your surroundings, you see a multitude of people. Almost like they're beckoning every word you say, waiting for your every command. And we wake up. Um, just holds his breath for what feels like the longest second ever. He wipes the tears from his eyes, thinking back to the memories of his childhood. And he just breathes a silent prayer to Calamibor, whoever it was that gave him that vision. And he he grips his spear more tightly with a, with a strength of conviction. And he rolls over and pokes Morthus so hard so they start snoring and then he goes and then he uh, gets up. Snore mm. mm. like an X-beak. My head. Oh. Oh, you gods. Oh. Good morning. Morning. Should we get some cold gruel in here? 
Yeah, that sounds... Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. We head, we head down and wait for the rest of the party. All right. Edan and Vel, you wake up. Uh, you've had more or less a uh, night of rest. It's a long rest, but I don't know if it was restful. Uh, except for you, Edana. Yeah, you definitely had a restful night. <laughs> oh, good morning, Vel. Good morning, Edana. I hope you slept well. Um, surprisingly so. Uh, yes, actually. Um, and yourself? I slept. Um, but that's neither here nor there. We should maybe meet up with the boys and, you know, talk to them about what you wanted to speak with us about last night. Uh, yeah, let's, let's go and do that. It's kind of important, actually. Yeah, I know. If you think it's important, then it must be important. Let's go. Get up and get ready and head down. All right, so you guys head downstairs. Uh, you guys can, I guess, more or less keep your tokens or put your tokens back at that table that you chose to be at um, and uh, meet up for the morning. Uh, let's see here. It's a new shift. So you get a new character. Uh, this one is going to be... Oh, nice. Um, we're going to change this. Uh, you get a very attractive half-elf. Uh, that comes up to you for the morning um, and she has kind of very uh, shortcut uh, gosh I wish I knew haircut terms uh, she has shortcut hair that kind of comes down at an angle around her jawline uh, very uh, dark almost black uh, color uh, she has piercing green eyes almost like emeralds uh she is about five foot three um and she comes over and she's like uh oh hello everyone um what can i get for you uh oh, hello your hello yourself it's quite rare to see a bee such as yours this far north <laughs> Oh, thank you. And she kind of smiles and blushes. She's like, I bet you say that to all your barmaids. Uh, what can I get for you? Um, yeah, no, uh, whatever you guys are making for breakfast, and I, it might be too early to drink. <laughs> but if they want drinks, then I'm not going to stop them. <laughs> I'm just going to get something warm, please, and thank you. Well, I do have some coffee. 
or uh, we do have some local tea. Uh, it is a little bit old. I do recommend the coffee over it. Um, uh, we have the basics. We have eggs. We have potatoes. I'm sure you, if you've stayed here, you've had more than your fill of the carrots. Um, we still have no meat, unfortunately, but I have some honey on bread uh, galore. I have lots of bread and lots of honey, should you want it. Uh, coffee, honey bread, and some eggs. Sounds delicious. Same here. Do you boys you? want anything for breakfast? Black, black, boiling coffee. <laughs> oh, you don't look that so sounds, well. That sounded delicious, Yudana, and so I'm just, that's why I was silent. Perfect. <laughs> Austria. Uh, okay. I mean, that uh, actually does sound delicious, like, legitimately. <laughs> I might make some after we're done, <laughs> right. to be honest. <laughs> she quickly uh, goes and starts doing that, uh, gathering things, uh, gets your coffee, of course, and serves you up the coffee as she gets the eggs going and the bread cut and stuff. Uh, now would be the time to have your conversation, should you would, uh, want to. Idana is going to lean in towards the table, her voice quiet, and um, just say, So, at that temple yesterday, I kind of had a bit of a fit of desperation, I guess one could say, and implored towards Tempest that he do something fiery and powerful to take care of the mess that's here and I more or less saw a vision and it it was towards the east towards some glaciers um I feel like we should head over that way there um I don't know, it, it felt like there was a group of people out there that are almost waiting for someone to beckon them to arms and go against what is happening here in the Ten Towns area. Yeah, um, off, on table, or off table, would that sound, like, does it sound like it's in the same kind of location as my dream? Absolutely. So I, I kind of start up a little bit as Zidane assistance. I says, I say, I don't think it's a coincidence. Because Adana, I had, I had the same dream. Mine was about the ice window of my youth. But it was beckoning me to the same place. Some, And it, it caused hope to swallow my heart. Hope that I thought had died looking at Torval. And, you know, I thought you'd been lost to me. And I say, sounds better than nothing. Um, yeah, no, I agree. It's the only clue we have right now, and we might as well follow it. I mean, East Haven is where the cult issues were happening, so we can 
take care of two birds with one stone. That sounds like a plan. Do a little good on the way to figure out how to do the big good deed. See, see, that's where I'm with you. The little good, the little good. That's that's kind of what I'm I'm about. It sounds. <laughs> we'll start with the little good and see how you do. I I'm honestly not sure. Um, I'm gonna try an experiment. I'm gonna cast a uh, precipitation again and hold the flame in my hand once again, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna stay here and not go with you. And see if the light, the flame goes out. So I'm trying to see if my God would allow me to not help them. Fair <laughs> enough. It starts to flicker <laughs> and goes out. You know what? On second thought, it sounds wonderful. <laughs> yes, it's just pinching his like. It's like like he has a headache, like pinching his nostrils and going like, sure. Idana can't help but snicker to herself quietly. Liliana comes over. You can hear her stepping over uh, the different people as she slides down, and she's like, "Oh, I have. Let's see. Here's some uh, the, the bread." And she lays down. And you can smell the smell of just fresh baked, uh, you know, honey wheat bread as it's you know carved. And you can have your own personal loaves. As she sets it down, and she's like, "I got some, uh, some, some eggs. I hope." Is scrambled was okay. Uh, the chef really is not great. And she puts down some eggs and, uh, and then she puts down what you can see is nice homemade, or I guess natural honey, the real thick, not clear kind, almost uh, some chunks of honeycomb in it uh, as she puts that down. And she goes, let me know if there's anything else. Um, Just the coffee but thank you this looks delicious yeah and she yeah uh she goes and she's like oh yes i can uh, refill any coffee if you need and uh does that for you and uh dips so i guess we're headed eastward then yes eastward let's do it okay i think yeah whether whether you like it or not morthus it Sounds like you're coming with. Yeah, yeah, whether you like it or not, too, I'm coming with, so. <laughs> it's alright, the more hands, the merrier, I think. Whether your hands are merry or not, I think it'll be helpful. <laughs> Wonderful. Alright, uh, and with that, everyone, I think we're going to call tonight's session. Uh, thank you for tuning in and joining us at the uh, CritCast podcast uh if you want to follow us on twitter twitter we are at the critcast pod instagram is at the critcast podcast uh and if you have any sort of uh emails or anything like that you want to reach out to us uh you can always do so uh that's at critcastpodcast at gmail.com um you guys want to say good night Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.
and good luck on all of your adventures.